This podcast contains adults using adult language. You have been warned. other to survive oh, that's interesting so like you've got this tiny little pixie frog thing like hanging out at the bar like oh my oh you're you're mad at me well let me let me see what balo thinks about that and like a 15 foot diameter spider comes off the ceiling so for those of you who heard that <laughs> i'm just talking a little it's just nothing it's Don't fine it. it's fine it was the perfect like what the hell are they talking about you'll never know or maybe you will i don't maybe know maybe you'll find out if you're good so but hey probably not Hey, it's Sunday. You know what that means? Technological leprosy. Oh, okay. Yeah, is it? it? Well, it is Sunday, and it. I uh, thought it, it was a bobcat. Uh, it, well, listen. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, sometimes the cause of technological cause leprosy, of leprosy is, is bobcat a, adjacent. Is, it is. They'd rather be called Robert Cats. Robert Cats. <laughs> listen, Bob, Robert, <laughs> Bob's my dad. As long as it stays out of the road, <laughs> Bob's my dad. As long as it stays out of the route. Um, uh, hey, friends, thank you for joining us for another episode of Team X, which is actually what we meant to say by it being Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern, that it is time to play Dungeons and Dragons. Now, as you can see, our ritual is going to be a little bit different today because we do not have a clues in the upper left-hand yet. corner yet. We're hoping that she is able to join us, but first it would require that potentially Bobcats being removed from routers maybe 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 a sasquatch invaded her internet and is absorbing all her bandwidth we don't know um the net squatch yes it it, it's any number of things there's any number of possible explanations could be Um, a variety of squatches all, all of all of which are equally viable and equally likely um so uh, but yeah, we are going to play some Dungeons and Dragons. I am St. Brian. I am your Dungeon Master. Forever. Or at least for today. This um, is an episode of Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, would that be a really awful Twilight Zone? Hey, guys, so you're playing Dungeons and Dragons for the rest for of For the life. rest of eternity. Well, what edition? <laughs> oh. That's question one. Yeah. What edition are we playing? We're gonna Second s- question is, who's DMing? We start with first and we work our way up from there. Oh, <laughs> see, Fa- I have to see. learn Thacko again. God. Uh, wait, uh, was that? Oh yeah. I was second. Man. Two hit armor class zero. Yeah. Two hit armor class. I wonder why it took him so long to figure out, Hey, maybe if we just reversed it, it would make more sense on the dice. Maybe if all the numbers went the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> so if she joins us, when she joins us, we're going to maintain positive. Uh, we're going to put it out into the universe that it, it will happen when she joins us. Uh, the screen will go screwy. We will go to break very, very quickly. I'll rearrange things and then we'll come back and continue playing. D- uh, didn't. Um, didn't. Um, so, but let us do, let, let us start off the ritual as proper as we possibly can in the absence of one Drenmai gem weaver. Um, so starting now in, 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 in version 
one uh, B of the ritual, we shall start in the like one two o'clock position and go around the horn. That feels weird. Okay. Hi, I'm Viking Goat. I play Thunic General Trank, a uh, friendly nature born nature. Born. Well, nature domain cleric. You have I some mean, struggles there, kid. Uh, I mean, he, he could be, you know, you fully sure you didn't get hit by lightning? Spring out of the ground. <laughs> um, who knows? Who knows? Um, who could say? We'll, who could we'll, say? we'll explore that. In, we'll explore that in TMX Origins. <laughs> um, and where they're all with the high school together, <laughs> going clockwise. Uh, I am playing Hugon Valander, human fighter, and I am in the process of abusing my uh, authority in an aggressive manner to get what I want. <laughs> Okay, that's that's okay. actually that's pretty much that's pretty. That's as, succinct, as succinct as I can make uh, it. Yes, yes. And uh, I am uh, Eno, the Tiefling Bard. I forgot already. Who the am long I? Suffering Tiefling. Bard. Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see how how much more suffering there will be. Uh, the newly con- whose end the newly contracted. That's right. I it's I true. signed a contract. I am now a, an, an official. <laughs> well. Again, remains to be seen, but yeah, official. So, yes, and and the position was uh, lore. Was it loremonger? Uh yeah, yes, it was loremonger. Yes, mm-hmm. so, super psyched for the book to come out. By the way, oh my god, yes, I'm in so, June. Yes, which I pre-ordered. Listen, it's it's so that's only six weeks away now, man. It is only six weeks away. So anyway, uh, let's do it. Hey, how about we do a little recap for everyone who. Uh, may watch this on the VODs for the folks who might be watching sure. in the in the chat room and being a little quiet. I do know that a couple of my uh, audiobook clients have been catching this on the VODs, so thanks guys for watching. Oh, fun! Yeah. Um, and uh, please please know that th- have this bears uh, no uh, uh, this bears no uh, 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 reflection on the quality of work I'm going to give to you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, for real, we're just fucking around here. I promise I this can is, take it seriously. So. It's just a game. Listen, it's just a game. It's the game where they, the where they destroy my emotions every week. Ignore <laughs> ignore these nerds. I promise um, I'm a serious business person. So, uh, quick recap. Um, after the uh, first season adventure, uh, which in game time took approximately three days, maybe a week, um, but it took us about a year to play through, which is perfectly fine. Hey, um, uh, after that adventure that took them into the Shadowfell, uh, eventually brought them back to Pinedale, but several months uh, there's a bit of a time dilation issue here. Um, they came back and decided, hey, we got to we gotta uh, kick things into high gear. There's some things we need to deal with. So they they killed the spiders. Well, everyone except Hugon. Hugon said, I am not going after the giant spiders. Hugon was in a rare mood. <laughs> but they, they went and they, they killed the spiders. Uh, Hugon has uh, dragooned the town watch into uh press gang them into service of acquisitions incorporated they are now all involuntary interns involuntary is a strong word but accurate the agreement was if you want to continue training you are now an intern that is true and if you don't want to continue training i don't ever want to see you again this this is like a like a a drug dealer of violence where you're like here's a little bit just a little, a bit. little bit. The first one is always free. Um, and where he proceeded to immediately now. Oh, I I need to say, 
a freshly shorn Hugh Freshly shorn. Like a baby's butt. Just don't, you know. Like an angry baby. An, an angry baby's like a, butt. Like a baby's <laughs> butt that was furious. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion we can have in another time. Where's my mommy? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, and proceeded to put them through the paces uh, with the attempt of making people self-select themselves out. This is also true. Um, as as part of another adventure or a little side quest sort of thing, uh, Dren and Eno decided to go back to. Uh, they took a they took a brief rest, or why not? Actually, why not a long rest? It was a, a long rest. It was a long rest, and decided to go back to the Shadow Monastery in order to one replace the egg that Dren had used to the sacred egg that Dren had used the sacred to, egg of a good aligned silver dragon <laughs> that she had used to There's make her omelet. There's a couple of problems with this. That was uh, a silver dragon? Yeah. I was like, what's the problem? It's a white dragon egg. I remember it was I not a white dragon egg. She oh. uh, she fabricated a, a very, very good facsimile. Um, and then so she and Eno decided they were going to go back to one, replace the egg, do the reversed heist, the reverse heist, and two, uh, retrieve Buck. And three, if possible, get the book that they had left, the the, the book they had originally been contracted to get, but someone was like, hey, do you got the keys? Yeah, whatever. And they left and realized yeah, that nobody the had keys. the keys. Where are the keys? Uh, yeah. Oh, you had the keys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I um, kick your ass? So, uh, they, and they decided that the best possible, the best possible way to approach this was to essentially break back into the Shadow Monastery with nobody knowing, uh, sneak around, uh, invisibility was cast. They replaced the egg successfully, but during the course of this, they uh, they discovered that another adventuring group has taken credit for the work that T-Max so diligently did down in the library. And... To be uh, fair, we did not come back for three months, so... Presumed... Some people just don't know. They're presumed gone, missing, dead. Who knows? But they were uh, the... Uh, what do we call them? We called them the resplendent travelers led by one Haverford West. He, uh, They were taking credit. And apparently he had said something untoward about T-Max. I don't remember what it was. It was pretty minor. It was pretty minor, it but it was like very. It was like a complete non-issue, and she's like, "Well, this guy needs to die." But Dren decided that it, it offended her honor, and it was a Which matter she of has honor. None of. Well, listen, listen. It's everyone's honor is a little different, and she uh, decided that it was worth uh, doing shocking grasp on this guy's brain pan, and that is where we left <sighs> things. But there is a piece that we need to take care of that we addressed. Two, we start, or at least we mentioned two sessions ago, and we're unable to address because uh, our our resident Viking goat Prime was uh, off being a world traveler, and we're not holding him accountable for that. It's okay. This is this is not a criticism. It is absolutely not. I only criticize your decision on where you went, but that's a whole other thing. And that was my decision. It's okay. Just, just so you know, it's okay. It's okay. He doesn't like that he went to New York for the, for the channel. <laughs> that's just essentially what's going on right here. He he's butthurt about it. It, it. Listen, I live about an hour away, hour and a half away, and I don't want to go there. Um, anyway, that's a whole other thing. That's table talk. We could deal with that later. <laughs> but we that's do silly boy shit. We do need to address something, and that is the potato scouts. Because this is true. 
because they apparently are not being listened to by the grown-ups. And as soon as Thunuk came back, he discovered that he had inadvertently started this after-school program and that they apparently had some knowledge about what was some of the things that were going on that the grown-ups were not listening to. And so he had told them, when I get back from spider crabbing, we're, we need to have our meeting so you guys can tell me all about it. Our so, jamboree. So we're going to have uh, today. Hey, listen, today is Potato Scout Jamboree. Um, so uh, w- when uh, Thunuk, you, you and Eno and Drenmai, um, this is like one of those episodes where it's like, you know, you see like what the one group did. And then the next episode, like on television is like, oh, and this is what the other group is doing at the exact same time. And there's mm-hmm. like some crossovers in the middle of the episode. And like, oh, what the hell is going So. Uh, or, you know, every George R. R. Martin book that's ever been written. Uh, that I was thinking specifically of uh, Leverage. They did a really cool episode yes, with that with that, Leverage. That, that, leverage is a very good example. Yes. Very good um, example. Anyway, so, Thonak, uh, you are returning from your crab hunting. Um, mm-hmm. And we had said that you looked very much like a spiky porcupine with all the different crab legs and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, sticking out of your back there. Uh, covered in, uh, well, it's a combination. You've got... Some of the uh, spider gore hmm. all over you uh, from both fighting them and cleaning them and doing all that stuff. You have uh, you you are a little smoky and singed, uh, a little ozone flavor to you there from Drenmai casting the lightning bolt that ultimately leveled the cabin and but got it rid of the but, cabin. But it got rid of the spiders. Yeah, you were here for that. That was well, like the last. I don't, I don't... Don't think I realized it, it knocked out the cabin. Oh yeah, it took out everything. Yeah, you guys like there's no cabin there anymore. Nor nor are there any spiders. <laughs> but like, primarily there's not a cabin. Listen, there sometimes the only thing you could do about giant spiders is to nuke it from space. It's true. And technically the contract was to kill and collect spider legs. Nothing was said about making sure the the the, the cabin fine plant indicates that nothing we are was, not in trouble. Nothing That's was all. said about existing structures. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, you were able to complete your transaction with uh, with uh, Frug, the Goromond mm-hmm. orc, um, who, who you originally had that contract with. So um, you were able to complete that contract, and then Eno and Drenmai decided to that they needed to take their rest, so that way they could get themselves uh, good and ready to go to make their journey through the gate later later that evening. Um, so this leaves you now, Thunic Gentle Trunk, nature born, nature cleric of the nature of origin. We're just going to start calling you Nature Boy. We need to nature. find some like walk in. Oh, wait, Woo! wasn't there an actual guy called Nature Boy? Yes, yeah, there was. Claire, right? The Nature Boy. Before we jump into copyright any further, we're not going to do that. Spec Zarathustra is in public domain. True. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Anyway, hey, the best thing we could do is get sued by Ric Flair, man. <laughs> Listen, oh, that was Ric Flair? Yeah. yeah. Nature yeah. Boy. I didn't know he was called the Nature, nature Boy. I just Ric Flair. Ric Flair, Nature Boy. Okay. To be fair, most wrestlers do have nested personas. <laughs> so it's like entirely possible that Ric Flair could have been the Nature Boy. <laughs> and Ric Flair was also a persona. <laughs> he was the Nature Man. Um, Who knows? Who can say? So uh, Railgun Cleric. Thunic Gentle Trunk, which would probably not be the best approach in this situation. Um, as you complete... Drafting with small children is not a good no. idea. Railgun! Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's one less scout. 
Yeah, he was one of the, behind it. He was one of the slow ones. It doesn't matter. We're just they're better now. They're faster. <laughs> Okay, never mind. The I'm pack is stronger I'm for us. I'm going to try to avoid further tangents. Um, so, Sorry. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you, uh, as you complete your transaction with Frug and Eno and Drenmai walk away, uh, you see gathered there in the town square are uh, groups of kids all wearing uh, basically potato sacks with the, arm, with the armholes cut out, you know, and they've got like... Uh, like little caps that they've made out of like twigs and leaves. Um, you My could... God, they're wearing gilly sacks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're like, gilly and they're, and they're, yeah, there's like there's like <laughs> twigs and lit and leaves stuck all over them. And um, give me give me a perception roll. Give me one also, of they're filthy. <laughs> well, there is dirt. Yeah, they are. I mean, you can see that these are their hands are dirty. You know, from digging in the dirt and and. One. Delightful. I'm um, glad that you're, uh, so all, you're up to all you really notice is that these kids are wearing these delightfully made sacks. Um, and you can see they're kind of like congregated in little in little groups. Um, like they're all like in the same area, but you can kind of see that there's like this group of five and this group of five and this group of five and this group is, you know, um, and they're all sitting there. They're talking amongst each other, but they're waiting patiently. And you can see they're kind of looking in your direction. Okay. Um, is there a nice... He's going to find a nice big table mm-hmm. uh, that they all can They can all sit around. Or it's like he's going to... Or for him, they're small enough tables. He's going to just like move them over so they can all sit at the tables. Mm-hmm. And they... And at a central... Uh, at a... At a table in the middle of it, he'll put a piece of parchment, mm-hmm. what looks like a big honking stick, but with a tiny little pen nib at the end. <laughs> you know, but for us, it's a regular size pen nib uh, for everyone else. Um, and a map. Okay. Because he remembers that they were going to show him some stuff. Mm hmm. But he, I don't think he, he still comprehend the fact that he may have accidentally created something and they're expecting something of him. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like you could spin this in a couple of different ways. Like this is the potato scouts are a Socratic institution where there is no real leader. It's a conversation. <laughs> I, I, I can <laughs> see that too because they're, they're split off and look like five and little plus groups. potatoes are a communal root vegetable thing. thing yeah. Thing, right? Pa- they cluster. Potatoocracy. Potocracy. Potocracy. Spudocracy. Spudocracy. That's even better. 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 I'm, good. Guys, I'm really glad we workshopped this. Um, great stream, everyone. Spud- Have a nice night. There, it's canon. It's in chat. It's in chat. It's canon now. So, oh, hang on. I, guys, we're going to take a little moment out of uh, character here for one second. I have a message from our friend Clues. Okay. Uh, She's out for the day, unfortunately. Ooh, that's too bad. Um, apparently, in addition to Bobcats, there's badgers that have uh, actually like motherfucking inva- badgers that have invaded her motherboard. Um, in addition to uh, cyber badgers, sons of bitches. Cyber badgers. There's the there's the Bobcat or Robert Cat that is in her uh, router and uh, other things. So she will not be joining us today. So uh, clues. We will see you next week, and of course, we'll be talking throughout the week. But hey, it's okay. Right now we're talking about spidocracy. 
Uh, Let's get back uh, to what's Dino important gets here. To live for another week. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It's okay. You don't know I mean, that. Like, if you wanted to be an asshole, you'd be like, "Well, I, I'll just roll for Dren. <laughs> and like, we'll see who lives. Um. So, uh, don't don't do that, please. So you okay? So you set up this table <laughs> with the map and all the okay. You have this all set up and and uh, continue. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, and a spare scroll. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, just in case there's something else to write down. So he's got like a couple of sheets of paper, a spare scroll for in case he has to write something for himself, and a map. Mm-hmm. And he will um, very jovially say, he's still covered in gore and crap, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good morning. And you hear all the kids at once go, Good morning, Funak. And he's like, When did I introduce myself to all these people? Do I do I know their names? I don't know their names. Oh no, uh, this is gonna be very rude to me. Um oh, what? <laughs> Hi, what are you? <laughs> uh, how's everyone doing today? Good. Okay. Um I didn't write this down. Who was it that he spoke with last time? Uh, did we say who he spoke to last? No, time? just like a tiny urchin. I don't think it was no, he, tiny. Still the urchin. They introduced themselves. Did they? Yeah. Of course they did. We was didn't write name this. Tiny name. filthy urchin. Their, their name is now tiny. tiny filthy. Little filthy. Little filth. Little filth. Okay. No, Little we're filth. not doing that. I rebuke both of you. Phil. I. Of course, you get the one piece of paper that I don't have that has Phil th- Phil <laughs> th Phil hyphen th yeah th- or th- apostrophe th- yes <laughs> so uh, Phil or Philly to his friends okay um, I'm gonna write this down so I remember this now <laughs> uh, he he actually uh, comes up to you and he's like tugging on your pant leg mm-hmm. and he says we have to do. We have to do the Potato Scout Oath. Oh, you're right. Before the meeting starts. How about you? Um, oh, this is too smart for him. This is... Um, uh, I've been playing D&D all weekend, but I've been playing my rogue who's like ultra shifty. This <laughs> is like way the fuck smarter than Thunuk. Yes. Uh, Uh, he'd be honest. He, it's he, like you founded a religion and then forgot all the prayers. I actually I think that's exactly what he's thinking. He's forgotten all this stuff. So he'd be honest. Like it's been a while. I forgot. You know. <laughs> and he says, uh, and Phil says, Philly says, "Okay, I'll, I'll take care of it for you. It's okay." And he stands up on a chair next to you, and he says, uh, "He says, Potato Scouts, it's time for the Potato Scout Pledge." And all the kids stand up and they all, uh, they, they all like do like one of these. If I may interject, yeah. I have been looking forward to this since you told me there were potato scouts and then I left town and I'm like, I'm halfway to New York on a plane. I'm like, there's scouts and they're organized. There's a pledge. There is a pledge. <laughs> and at this all that, once, that I love. <laughs> and, uh, oh man, now there's pressure. And. <laughs> Um, they, they always say, and he says, and, uh, Philly says, and they all say, uh, they say, a potato scout is always 
and we promise to always be loyal, honest, and sneaky. Because you told them that potatoes are sneaky. So. Yeah. Loyal, honest, and sneaky. These are. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Uh, he has inter- inadvertently created a, a, a. A small group of child soldier scouts. Yes. Rejoice. <laughs> Congratulations. This, this is, this is a, a black. This is like a shadow ops, basically. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and uh so then they all take their seats again and and Philly's like okay okay we can we can do it now we can we can have okay. the meeting now thank you uh okay so i've been gone for a while he's like uh, he's told you can totally see any adult will see he's got no idea what the hell is going on he's like i'm just lost and i winging it i need an adult <laughs> it's a more adulty adult uh so he's sitting there going okay i've been gone for a while and um phil told me that you guys have been uh looking out for for the town and taking care of things and uh going through the forest uh and you saw some nice things what might be gnolls and gnolls gnolls aren't nice They're, they're mean uh, good thing they haven't seen you you did very well with that uh but we need uh we need i guess i guess we're going to talk about where they are so so i have a map and a piece of paper and let's write this down okay hang on a second i gotta look up something here it's also a little bit concerned because uh, Hugon was supposed to be there. <laughs> well, Hugon's, 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 um, busy handling things. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, Phil calls up, uh, so he calls up, uh, he goes, yellow spuds front and center. And one Wait. of the groups of five. I'm not. I, I don't want to interrupt because I. This is awesome. But I also just thought of something that was really cool. Each cluster of five are the potatoes' eyes. So they're they're the <laughs> eyes of the potato. Oh, Jesus, you've literally created a spy ring based off <laughs> potatoes. Each sector of five is. I cluster. Oh my god. I cluster. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um so he says uh Phil says yellow spuds front and center and one of the groups comes up and you can see that they there they all have like some kind of like little yellow leaves on them like up on the up on the uh like on the shoulder area. Um and he uh, he talks to and he asks the uh, the spud leader to uh, please uh, direct him to start pointing out on the, like on the map like where they saw the, the knolls mm-hmm. where they saw the different the different creatures 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 and they're like um, looking at the map 
and you could like the one is saying, you know, oh, we um we we saw uh like a group of them uh here and they're like pointing out and you could see like they're like marking on there if like with almost like pieces of charcoal, you know, so you, that way you can erase, you know, you don't want to you don't want to ink. This isn't ink worthy yet. This is like you need to be able to erase it and they're like using charcoal and like marking off and you can see that they've that while they are never more than a couple of hours out of town um they were getting pretty they're penetrating into the chandlewood pretty um pretty deeply the kids yeah like 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 again few hours out but this is kids going out there and they're going out and they're pointing out like and we saw like We've established that the Chandlewood is essentially a death world. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the viewers at home, these kids are one badass, <laughs> two extremely lucky. <laughs> like, I'm glad that like we're not like let us speak in honor of our lost scouts. <laughs> I'm glad so that, that that hasn't happened that, yet. That comes, that's gonna be soon. Or, or third, or actually, hold on, or third, doing the scout thing. Um, uh. Chandlewood likes kids. Oh shit! It might. Yeah. Mm. It might not have an objection to children. It might think they're delicious. We don't know. <laughs> that, yeah. We have not empirically determined either, either way. It could be. Oh god. Oh, Jesus. Um. Uh. And you can see they're pointing out like groups of like two, three, um, on the map, and there's uh probably five or six separate sightings. Um, you're not really able to tell. They weren't able to tell if it was the same Knowles. Um, the one, the, the, the one kid uh, whose name is, uh, hang on, Fram. Um, he, uh, or she mentions that um, on, in one of the times they saw them, there was like a really big Knoll with them that they hadn't seen before. Uh, scarier than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Value size. Okay. Yeah. They went to the big box store. They went to the they went to the big box store. <laughs> They've got a pallet of Knoll back at the house. We're not buying anymore. <laughs> what are we gonna do with six gallons of Knoll? Well, fucked if I know, but we're gonna have it if we need it. And uh, and she points out that one and that one was um, scarier looking than all the other ones, but that they seem to the other gnolls seem to listen to that one to him. And they did they say how many gnolls there were so far? Um, they're pointing out uh, six different uh, instances where they've seen gnolls in the woods. Whether or not it's the uh, whether or not it's the same knoll, the same group of knolls or not, or whether it's so, it could be that there's as many as twenty or thirty. It could be that there's just the same group of five or six knolls that they just happened to see a few different times. Um, they didn't really, they weren't able to really see. Um, and also, they're children. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I'm amazed that they found out a leadership role. <laughs> that's great. It saves us a whole hell of a lot of effort. I, I, yeah, that's true. Or excuse me, not leadership role. Leadership null. 
Roll versus. <sighs> yep, no. It wasn't very good. No. I actually thought you were saying that the entire time. <laughs> no. Sorry. Should I have been? Yes. <laughs> and now from the, from henceforth on, I shall. I don't like puns and they hurt my spirit. So when I try to make them, I have to fight my nature. Thunuk <laughs> um, writes all this stuff down and he starts asking, like, do, do, do they look like they're always visiting the same spots? Go, like going around in circles or something? Mm. Hmm. What would they have seen? Let's see here. I think we need a uh, <clears throat> we need a 20 roll here. Hmm. They, they, uh, the kids say that they're not really sure. They say, um, I don't know. And I mean, maybe didn't really know. So, uh, yeah, they're not really sure if there was, uh, if they're seeing like a patrol route, if they just happened to be that there's something significant about those specific places. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really sure. All they know is they saw a big, you know, scary, you know, scary doggy looking people. Um, he's going to wrap everything up that he's written down mm-hmm. and he's going to say, that was very good. That was also very dangerous. So you got to be careful out there. He's basically marveling at the fact that they're going that far out. He's like, I don't know how to tell them that they're getting them going to get themselves killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he feels it's necessary to share some planty wisdom with them uh, to basically like make sure that they they tell them about how a potato hides. I don't know how you're going to do it, but it's a fucking potato scouts. You want you want them to be stealthy, and I want to hear what you have to say about this. You're the troop leader. Uh, Some seeds of wisdom, yes. Also, jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in chat, so I have no idea what's going oh, on. Oh, it's pretty but fantastic. It's, it's not. I suspect it to be pun. Roz is being a fucking villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me too. Come on, two really bad ones. <laughs> but, like bad, but like also excellent because the way they made me feel it's a program <laughs> he's saying in a, in response to uh potato storm saying so is this a catch and release long game plant tags to track null migration patterns and our friend Roz, the purple monkey robot has said yeah it's a program run by national geographic i thought it was quite good <laughs> it, no it's a good no, it's good it, it just hurts <laughs> yeah that's i think that's that's a that's a sign of a quality pun <laughs> How mad do I get at the pun? It's a direct correlation. The more angry I am, the better the pun. So, uh, yeah. So he, uh, uh, so you're going to give them some, uh, some potato wisdom. Drop a bounty, a cornucopia of knowledge on these young potato scouts, if you will. A bushel. A bushel um, of knowledge. Oh, man. I should have thought about this ahead. A harvest. Of, of knowledge you're just laying it on thick now it's gonna be harder for me uh okay um yeah what knowledge can you unearth for them 
I don't know. <laughs> Is that we intentional? Have, we have, potato we have dice. <laughs> as long as long as he can, as long as he can uh, plant the seeds of learning with these children, I think it'll be. That's what's important here. Uh, first, he's going to do some basic things, and he's like, like, make sure, like, he's. These are probably things the kids in this part of the, this environment already know, like, what side of the tree has moss on it. It makes as north, and that's that sort of thing. Just, he's, he, he's saying it, but it's also sort of like almost like it's a question and a statement at the same time. It's like he's making sure he knows. He's making sure they know. So hopefully as a player, I'm making it seem like he's going over the basics again with them, make sure they know. So they're like, uh-huh, yeah. They're like, that's remember. right. And be like, that's stupid. And like in the back, be like, okay, note what I said was stupid. Don't do what I said. <laughs> like telling them about like which which are the plants you don't touch, like you know, yes. leaves of three, leave it be. Mm-hmm. All the, all like the, 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 those those nice colloquials that we all learn as kids, and and just to make sure that everyone's covered, got their bases covered. Um, you see, yeah, you and, tell them about the poison ivy, and and they go, yeah, uh, Sam already knows. And you look over at the kid they're pointing to, and the kid's just sitting there itching at like the poison ivy rash. It's just like covering him, like he tried to eat it. <laughs> uh, he Thunuk reaches over and basically picks up the child one handed, brings him over to him, like. Mm-hmm. And slathers this this noxious smelling crap on him. It's like, don't scratch it, bad. Mind you, he's doing this. You're doing this covered in crab gore. Yes. <laughs> so he Which... basically wipes his hand off on his pants. Gets gets this like noxious smelling. It may as well just have been the crab gore, but it's <laughs> it's 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 effectively supposed to be a, a cure all lotion. Puts it on his on on him. It's like, <laughs> don't scratch that off. Like a like a like a soccer mom sun like sunscreen lotioning an eight yeah. year old at a soccer match like just, just fucking smearing it on they're like ah quit quit it's in my eyes Jesus mom Jesus like thunuk hold your breath hold your breath I feel <laughs> greasy and uh, feel greasy then he's gonna weave a tail it smells. He thinks this because he's like, how how do I get them to hide up? Because yes, they can hide in the ground on the ground in like clusters and make it look like they're they're piles of dirt or leaves vines. or whatever. That's a, a good way to do that. If you're looking for a plant analogy, would be vines or like mm-hmm. vine plants, mm-hmm. creepers or anything like that. That have speaking to of poison ivy, as it vine. <laughs> but he's he's, he's actually trying. He, he's he's trying to think of like potatoes don't go up trees. That does, that's a, how am I going to tell them about potatoes going up trees to hide? Um, Sometimes the squirrels carry them up there. No, no, that's also wrong. <laughs> Don't tell them that. Next thing you know, we'll have potato scout cavalry riding dire squirrels. No, no, please. No, we're not doing that. There's a level of acceptable ridiculousness, and that, that eclipses it. Dire squirrels. Uh, but he, he, will, he will basically try, try to go over like uh, good ways to hide in the forest like don't forget uh potatoes like to grow where it's hard to find them so if there's a big pile of leaves there's a potato under there somewhere or something tasty like a truffle truffles are tasty not a potato but they're tasty but they're in the ground like a potato but they're tasty not a potato 
It's a miracle these children aren't dead. Well, he essentially just said, hey, mushrooms taste good. This is true. Um, Do kids but he just... did just cover what not to eat. <laughs> Actually, then he starts thinking that, that they're going to eat the mushrooms. They're going to eat all <laughs> the mushrooms. We're going to have a pile of dead children in the forest. Or at least, or at least a, a major outbreak of, of like diarrhea and dysentery. He, says, he, he follows it up with like, hallucination. Like, whoa, my hand is so many hands. <laughs> I, I am one with the potato. <laughs> The potato encompasses all. What have, what have you been eating? I, I don't know, but Scoutmaster said the mushrooms were great, and they are. There's just that one kid who has poison ivy just sitting on the, and like covering himself in dirt. I'm a spud. I'm a spud. I'm a spud. I'm a spud. <laughs> and I don't think I don't uh, think it would be scout leader. I think it would be more like, um, like head tuber. Head tuber. Like the head tuber, Thunic. The chief eye of the potato. <laughs> Um, but so he's, he's then going to say, don't eat anything in the forest. You don't know ever. If you think, if you don't absolutely know it, don't eat it. When we get rid of these, these, uh, these dog things, the gnolls, I'm going to show you what you can eat. There's a lot of stuff you can eat. A lot of tasty things out there. But imagine like, like, like absentmindedly, he's like with the goo, like. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> like he's like yeah there's a lot of tasty uh, tasty things <laughs> um and don't forget spiders are tasty don't fucking tell them that <laughs> he just uh, dropped off a big bushel of spiders <sighs> legs he's gonna tell them that god they damn. know that they live god in a place damn. where spiders are eaten oh god okay all right well that's out there now um it's a good and, thing Yugon wasn't at this meeting. And, and then he's going to uh, try to like get them to understand that. Hiding, it's summer now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. There's not going to be a lot of leaves on the ground. So uh, if you're scared and you need to hide and there's no place on the ground to hide, don't forget to go up in the tree. Trees are good places to hide. In fact, some trees like it when you hide in them like he's trying to remember a couple of trees and it's like the blarble tree it starts describing an oak which is so, but for him in giant tongue it's, yeah it's, it's like a <laughs> it sounds like klingon oh uh, yeah it's basically <laughs> like <laughs> What is that? Um, That's the clock tree. As he's describing, I'm, I, one of the kids, I, I guess, is like, "That's an oak." That's an oak. Oh, okay. That's what little, you know. When I guess that's what it's called in common. But barbel tree. <laughs> Teaching them giant, fucking amazing. Especially Fred the barbel tree. Fred the barbel tree loves it when you hide in him. There's lots of little nooks and crannies. Uh, they have little holes in them. Be careful. Sometimes the holes have other things in them already. Like bees. And he starts drooling a little bit because he starts thinking about the honey and the, and the, and the beehive. Like bees and, and honey. Uh, uh, those are tasty. Uh, and wasps. But if you get a wasp's nests, those are tasty too. The, the eggs are. Uh, 
Don't forget that. And and, and the larvae, you can fry them up with butter. Oh God. <laughs> in real life, this is actually you a can't. thing that's done. You yeah. yeah. Uh it's it's a tradition in rural Japan. Like we found a big one. Let's have a cookout. And by <laughs> Japan, we're talking about like Oh yeah, we're talking about those the wasps that are like fuck you up. They're like acid stinger. They're like this fucking big. They melt human flesh when they sting you. Yeah, that fucking sucks. They kill people every single year. Yeah. Um it's only is turnabout fair play. They get eaten by the hive. Um, so he, he's describing like you put a little butter, a little rosemary in there, tiny bit of salt and pepper, fry it up in a, in a pan with butter, and that's just great on like rice or oatmeal or uh, with your potatoes. <laughs> your actual potatoes, not you. Don't eat each other. Of course. Oh. that's the that's the salient point here (laughs) cannibalism is bad cannibalism bad (laughs) digging in trees to find waftness very good (laughs) on the bright side you're gonna have like a little like squad of snake eaters essentially yeah at this rate yeah going into the wild and like subsisting there forever Um, then he goes on to, to tell him about like ways to hide in trees by walking into the tree because that's something uh, he'll eventually be able to do that he's heard about. Uh, that certain druids can do it, and some nature domain clerics can do it, and like if they can walk into trees, which hide in there. They, then like, and then they come out of a different tree. It's really neat. You can do that. Don't forget to do that. <laughs> okay. So and then there's an outbreak of kids who just have like bruised faces as they're running like headlong into trees. <laughs> well, clearly I'm not high enough rank for potato scouts to pull that off. We'll try again next year. It's true uh, more in like, like Scientology where it's like, no, you, you have to be an operating spud level 16 please stop, please, in order to hide in the trees. <laughs> please, no. Uh, <laughs> but first, first you need to clear yourself. And send 400 gold to Thunuk. Yeah, send 400 gold to Thunuk, and then you'll be an operating spud uh, level 16. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, after he's rambled off for a little bit, he realizes that some of these things that these kids can't do because they're about like three foot nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's 10 foot something. Like, you can't just reach up to the, the next highest branch and be like, I'm just going to hide in this tree and pull myself up. Um, or I'm going to do this by just reaching up into the tree and all this, all these other things. Uh, uh, so he, having no idea what scouts are, he's going, he's not going to have them do anything special, I guess. <laughs> I think he's, he's going to say, okay, so don't go in the forest for a little while. We're going to get rid of the knolls, and then it'll, then you can go back out again. Until then, uh, you will. Uh, and he looks over at Phil. He's like, you will, uh, I normally do when I'm not around. We go in the woods and sneak around. We're not a multi- you will. We're not a multidimensional organization. We really only have like the one thing. We have our, we have our niche. We fill that niche. We don't expand out. You will practice climbing trees. And, and the kids and, are like, yay! Uh, you know, they're yes. all excited by this whole prospect. It, it has Thunic ever noticed a playground with like a jimboree or something like that? No. Or monkey bars. Oh, man. 
Nothing like that exists in Pinedale yet. Um, he's going to, okay, is there a, a, a tree which looks to be near? Oh, to, I'm sure, absolutely. I mean, I'm not, not yeah. old enough for them. But okay, so Phoenix looking for a tree that looks like it's far enough from, from a street and a house to be out of the way. Mm -hmm. And he's going to walk up to it, he's going to put his hands on it, and he's going to cast plant growth on it. Okay. And he's going to add, he's going to basically, if it's one of those not nice long lived trees, he's going to tack on like 50, 60 years on the thing just to make it nice and big and it can hold as many children as possible. Mm. In fact, if it's one of the trees in the town square, he's going to try making it so that it like creates a shaded spot in the town square for mm. people oh, to hang out sweet. under. So like a, oh, I like that. an ancient tree. So you yes. find, so you find like a, a younger to middle aged bar, uh, larval tree and so what would this look like how would it look like to what would it look like with thonic is this like a what what, what flavor this for me what would it look like casting plant growth um he's at first he's going to walk up to the tree he's going to have a nice long conversation with him it's like this is good he, he wants consent he's not going to like tack on he's not going to shave off a lifespan from this tree and, and just make it grow for his own pleasure Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to make sure the tree's okay with this. And he's going to, it's like, yeah, it's like, could you make sure um, these, these tiny children, people, they need a safe place to be children. Um, and they've been going out into the forest and that doesn't seem very safe right now. Could I make you the new safe space? Like, what I would do is, I would make you grow a little bit. You'd be big, and your roots would grow very deep. And uh, you will become like an elder tree. Is that okay with you? Are you just doing like the the? You're, so you didn't cast like talk with plants or anything like that. Oh, he doesn't. There's, I don't think there, there is a spell like that. He doesn't have that spell, but he does have the verbal uh, speech of. Uh, yeah, so it can understand you. Yeah, it can understand I'm me. trying to think how. how, how so he, Thunuk then has to interpret any response that he might get from the tree. What kind of response would you get from a tree? Uh, it would. Um... It could uh, bow. Yeah. Or it could blow in the opposite direction of the wind or something like that. Hmm. It could use the wind as a speaking device, as far as he could tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 leaves. I'll say. Okay. So the leaves rustle, hmm. but there's no there's no wind to move them. Okay. That 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 works. Like a soft sigh of leaves blowing in a non-existent wind. Okay. Um, and he gets very serious. Thank you. I, I, this, is, this is very important. Thank you for doing this for, for them. Um, uh, this will take just a few moments. Um, and because I'm a huge fan of my, uh, my neighbor Totoro, he backs away from the tree, holds his staff in his hand, his, uh, his cudgel, mm -hmm. uh, like this squats down a little bit, stretches as high as he can, um, 
and this is not actually him casting it. This is just him stretching. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm hoping the kids will think this is him actually casting it. Mm-hmm. Casting it. So he's doing the the plant growth dance from My Neighbor Totoro. <laughs> uh, where, where they're holding the umbrella and they're going. Arr, arr. Um, what strange creatures! <laughs> and and then he is going to. Uh, as he's doing that, he is concentrating on and, and sl- on a prayer to the four, and he he says, and because most of his prayers consist of letters from camp. Um, he's going to be like, dear the four, um, I know this is unusual, but would it be okay if I could let this tree grow really, really big? And he's holding a mental image of how, what it's going to look like, how big it's going to be. Uh, he's even like tossing like what it's going to look like during festivals in his head, like it's like, in different times of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, He's building lanterns. a fifty-year plan for this tree. Yeah, he's, he's inwardly. Inwardly, it's like he's got like like an huge... investment portfolio for trees. <laughs> he's he is just like really invested in this idea, and this this tree is like they're going to redraw as as in his mind they're going to redraw the this, the crest of the town, everything, and he's done with this. Um, <laughs> like this tree will be its 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 most perfect self. Yeah, when I am finished with it. It's gonna Platonic live its best perfect life. Perfect tree. It's uh, gonna it's gonna define the genus of oak. <laughs> of blarble. Blarble. Um, and and he's like, oh, if it's is, is that it, would that be okay? Uh, uh, the trees would like to do it too, and it would make the children very safe. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, the end. Bye. <laughs> and. He sort of looks around and he's like, uh, "Yes, thank you." <laughs> and then he stops. So yeah, so uh, so uh, spell is cast, and the tree. You can hear from like this. It's almost like this groaning noise, mm-hmm. um, as it starts to the the roots start to dig deep into the soil beneath it and spread out um and the 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 uh the the trunk widens and starts getting you know and and you can just see it's just growing and leaves are sprouting it's like watching if you ever watched uh when they do like plants in time lapse where it's like these things obviously grow they change position they move but um, you know, it's, it's, it's usually imperceptible, but here you're seeing this exact process, but it's accelerated as it starts to grow tall and strong. And you can see that it actually has limbs that are, uh, low enough, uh, and little like nodules in the trunk that would allow for the kids to actually climb. Um, you know, you can see like one side of the tree is probably like the easier side to climb. It's the branches are lower and there's like more things to grab onto, but then the other side of the tree is smoother and it would take a lot more effort to climb up and get to those branches. So it's become a rock climbing gym, basically. Yes. <laughs> Except tree. Yeah. And yeah, with, with... You, you went and you pulled an ant on it, <laughs> gave it some of that ant drought. And the kids, as you're doing this, the kids are just sitting here unless like, 
Whoa. You know, that's kind of like, that's not something they'd seen every, every day. You know, seeing a tree just grow and you could just see, and then they immediately start, and, and when the tree sound, it sort of settles down or like the growth slows, it decelerates a little bit. You can see it's still kind of like, like it had like the major like growth and then it's, and then it like decelerates. And you can see there's the like. The tree has effectively gained plus four charisma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, this is a very charismatic tree. This is like, yeah. This tree, this tree wants you to know that it appreciates you. Yes. Yes, this tree is 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 happy to be there. You can see where it's very uh it's very picturesque. You know, this is the kind of thing that oh, this tree, I need to I need to capture this in images in some way shape or form. If it, it's like the towns of folk are like what the fuck is this? <laughs> the kids are like, "Yay!" The towns are like, "What the shit?" What? This wasn't here a minute ago. What the hell? The Chandelwood is reclaiming the city. <laughs> Run for your lives! And the children are like, "The Yay! dark portents have come true." <laughs> the prophecy wasn't a joke. Um <laughs> But it's only, but it's only uh, Crazy Harry is the only one that's saying that. The guy, they ignore him, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like every time, like a leaf blows in the town, and oh god, the Chandlerwoods come for us! And he's he's the Chicken Little of Pinedale. Yeah, but he's kind of like one of those guys where it's like it's he's not drunk. He's just everything's got. It's more as like a, it's more of a cry for attention. He's that guy that's got to like be upset about everything. Like he hears like a random like celebrity dies, and he's like in tears over it, even though he like wasn't a fan of that celebrity up until the moment that celebrity he found out that celebrity died and then all of a sudden he oh, was his biggest fan you know you don't understand this has really hit me hard better now that he's dead no it's like oh you don't understand like i i i'm really <laughs> taking this hard right, you're fr- i'm becoming frustrated because i know people like this yes <laughs> they spent 30 minutes on wikipedia becoming the expert as soon as they find out this person exactly and it's like oh you have no idea how much this death is like really affecting me like I cool can't even go even away think. yeah <laughs> it's like you know so basically like everyone on twitter um so, uh, <laughs> or there's definitely a portion of them who exist on Twitter. We'll say there's a sector <laughs> of those kinds. Hey, um, uh, so as this is happening, the kids are all running over and they're all excited and they're like starting to climb up the tree that they're, they're taking your, your instructions very, very seriously mm-hmm. and learning how to climb this tree. And you can see some of them are immediately going after like, like the, um, they're going after like the hard side. You know, like the double black diamond. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is like so in in rock climbing terms, this is like the 511, 512 side of things. Um, I'll explain all that later in in table talk. I mean, I'm just going to roll with it. So, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll explain it. It's cool. But but it's like but you can see like and then like as the kids are like trying to running starts, they're all trying like different approaches. And like one kid is able to like touch the branch. And he's like now like the hero. Like they're oh, do you see? Do you see? He touched she was actually able to touch the branch. And like, it's like, you know, there's like these little, like you can see the mythologies being built amongst these children. It's you can like, see the records being set. Yeah. <laughs> but these are like the tales they will tell when they're in school the next day where it's like, no, Hey, you going to the tree today? Yeah. Yesterday. Sasha was like able to like almost get a hand on the, on the top, on the, on the first branch on the hard side, you know? It's oh, like, Oh, and while, while I was at it, um, uh, while Thunuk was at it, Mm-hmm. He made sure that the topmost leaf is always going to be golden. Oh, Ooh. you bastard! That's, that's amazing. premium. That's 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 premium. I like. I I you know what? I have to note this tree. So this has golden. When the, when you eventually awaken this tree, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. Golden Leaf at top. I like I. That makes me very very happy. This whole thing makes me very happy. And it's an, um, well, I know that this is this is just an aside, but the the symbol I believe for major in the United States military is a golden oak leaf. Oh, if I recall correctly, I believe you're correct. It was. It's either golden oak leaf or cluster. It's a cluster. It's a golden cluster. oak cluster. Right. You're right. A golden oak cluster. Wow. There's a whole bunch of symbology here that we haven't even delved into oh, yeah. yet. That's gonna be like a whole session right there. Is just diving into like the trees symbology. Um, Stop saying symbology. Stop saying it, <laughs> please. Symbology. Stop it. You guys are both <laughs> assholes. <laughs> Symbolism. Thank you. <laughs> now give me a goddamn bagel, Detective Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Thunk, as you're doing this, uh, Philly like tugs at your pant leg again, and he says, "I need to show you something." Okay. And he and he says, "I was I was doing some exploring on my own, mm-hmm. and I." I went into the hole in the ground. Which hole? There's a lot of holes. The one, uh, the one in town that, um, the new one. Yeah. The one that the, um, the bug things came out of. Oh, okay. Remember? And you guys went down. Yes. I remember. And and Mr. Hugon, um, killed a lot of things, bad things, Mm -hmm. bad things. They're very bad things. They were bad things. Um, they weren't back, were they? No, 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 no. Was the moss root again? Moss is root down there. It was, it was oh, very rude to me. It's a bad thing. I didn't notice. Okay. No, 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 no. There was, um, down there, there was a door. Uh, yeah, I went exploring down there because I wanted, I, you know, because, you know, because potatoes are brave. And so. Yes, they are. And so I, I went, I went down into, into there to, to, to look at things and I found the smelly part and I didn't want to go near the smelly part. Um, you would have been sick if you did that. That was yeah, bad. That I, was a bad place to go to. Yeah. I didn't want to go there, but there's a door in there. And, um, I think some of the, I think some of the grownups opened the door when they were trying to explore things. And so I looked in there and there was, uh, I think I just need to show you. From far away, you get the sense that Hugon has become nervous. <laughs> like something has set him on edge. <laughs> like, oh, something what were those is called not again? Right. Mean locks. Mean locks. Thank you. Because they were mean, and there were locks of them. There were. <laughs> you may think of this as a as a way of saying there's a lot of them, but now I have like a lock. Like oh, like like how water. crows are a murder. No, no, no. Like the it's the thing for water, like where water goes up and down instead of oh, oh a lock. I thought it was like a lock, like a like a Loch Ness. Oh no, I, I went straight to like the locks uh, that are on rivers, and instead of it being like full of water, it's just full of mean locks, like brimming. It's just like, damn it, that's a lot of mean locks. <laughs> Fuck, this is gonna take all day. Um. So he says, "Can I, can, can I just, can I just show you what I found?" That, that, okay, yes, let's do that. Uh, and as he does that, uh, he does before he does that. It's like I should tell 
uh, my friends that where I'm going, mm-hmm. always tell your friend where you're going. That way, if you get lost, people know where you are. Or you but also like- reach into bur- reach into holes and trees and get hornet nests. Also do that. You can see he pulls out a little piece of paper and he's like he like he like scribbles that down. Like he's got like a little like like charcoal like on a stick thing and he's like he's writing it down. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's actually written down like all the stuff that you've that you've been writing that you've been saying. I'm amazed with the level of literacy these children have. This is pretty amazing. It's it, listen, Pinedale's a very erudite um I'm- I, was just, I did not suspect. <laughs> I, I thought that. <laughs> I, I get the feeling Pinedale is a mostly middle class sort of town, be, and because of how well off everyone is there by the. Sound it is of it. tech. Yeah, it is a silver mine. So yeah, and, and a mithril mine. Oh, it's a mithril mine. That is different than what I thought it was. Yeah, it's a. It, there's other. A... They found other ores down there, but primarily, it's the mithril in that mine is of a very pure, very. This explains an awful lot to me because mm-hmm. I have always wondered why the hell they have stayed here when silver is so easily acquired elsewhere and not in the middle of the goddamn Chondalwood. Mithril. It's because it's mithril and it's mithril. not silver. And there's and something then, to be said about the just the whole setup here. I mean, come on. Well, got... like now I can understand why Lord Zedrum Kai is so damn interested. Mm. This 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 thing has been revealed Pieces to me. Are falling Pieces into place. Are falling into place. The puzzle becomes and, more clear. Yeah. Um, that changes things. And he, so he does that and you can see he like puts it away in his pocket and you can see there's actually like a sheaf of like papers that are, look like this. Is this the next first apostle? Not so much apostle as much as he's right. He's the first eye. <laughs> the... You can't see me on the podcast, but I am filled <laughs> with joy. Ocular primus. It, it is, no, it is. Don't call him that. Yeah. I thought it doesn't do Latin. No. They'll probably be named the, the or something like that in giant. What are you? I'm the head. I'm the head. Um, the what first the fuck first. is that? Um, or uh, Thunuk would accidentally come up with something like that sounds like it's like a gang of beyonders and this is the one who's in charge. Because they're all eyes. Um, but they uh it. they they uh you know it's more like if you had to if you had to draw an, an analogy to it it's more like he's it looks like he's taking the very first draft of the potato scout handbook mm-hmm. you know where where all the things you need to know are um so um which now in my head is going to be like when Huey Dewey and Louie and DuckTales they always had like the whatever the scout organization was uh Junior Woodchucks the Junior Woodchuck handbook had like everything. Like, here's how you repair a car. Here's how you, this is how you pitch a tent. Oh, here's how you uh, kill vampires. You know, here's, here's what nuclear fission is. It says here in the handbook that mummies are susceptible. Yeah, no, it's seriously, like everything was in the Junior Woodchuck's handbook. Um, so they, uh, uh, so he leads you, he leads you down into the, um, to the, through the secondary tunnel that you can see has been fortified. It's actually like they've put like the townsfolk look like they've actually like put like um, beams in there, mm-hmm. like just to, to, to secure further secure the entrance. So it didn't cave in on itself. And you go down there and you can see it's been like, you know, these are folks that are not, you know, they, they, they're miners, you know, so they know how to, they know how to make this oh, more yeah. secure. Um, you know, they probably went down there to find, to see if, Hey, listen, there's so much mithril here. Let's see if there's some down here. And so they started, you could see where they open and he leads you down through this familiar 
uh, tunnel structure that you've been through before. You know, you're you're kind of like you're taking up most of the space. You're almost duck walking through it um, due, to, due to the low ceilings. And he takes you to where this door that you had discovered before was. And you can see that it's it's been looks like it's been pried open. And he leads you into this um, musty room mm-hmm. where you can see now this is actually like um, constructed of stone. Um, it's very musty. So it's, you know, very earthy smell in this hole to begin with, you know, not, not, not entirely unpleasant to, to Thunuk's senses. Mm -hmm. The smell of deep earth is probably very comforting in some ways. Only a whiff, only a whiff of the refuse pit, you know, very, very, Mm -hmm. very, very little, little, little bit. Um, but, but you get into this room and then the earthy smell is more of just a, um, a dankness and a mustiness um, from a room that's been closed for too long. Um, there were cobwebs everywhere, but the the uh, spiders have long since abandoned this area. There was nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. So it's more like just like that. It's like that spider webby residue. Um, uh, you can see that there, <clears throat> there are some uh, lanterns that are lit very, very low. So they use the minimum amount of oil. Uh, probably placed there. You get your guessing by some of the townsfolk to help light this space. Um, and uh, you can see, so the room itself uh, has like a central pillar in it. It's probably about uh, 40 feet by 40 feet kind of square. Um, uh, the, the brickwork is old and worn, but still in pretty decent shape. Um, but uh, Philly like leads you over into a corner and a very dark corner that ordinarily you wouldn't have noticed, but there is this enormous suit of armor that's, um, in the corner and, it, uh, it's sitting there as if, uh, like it's like sitting on, it's like on its keister on its butt and the knees are drawn up and the hands are resting on the knees and it, um, it again covered in dust and just the normal grime and dirt that tends to collect on things that are left by themselves, uh, untouched for who knows how long. Um, no, no real rust to speak of on it, but you can see that this thing has not moved in a very long time. And he says, um, in this almost reverent tone, he goes, Mr. Thunk, I wanted to show you this. And he points to the armor and, um, you know, these enormous pauldrons, this is like full, like full plate, um, uh, very defined, like jawline on the armor, defined brow on the armor, but right on the forehead of this, where the forehead would be, uh, there's a symbol of the four on there. that's identical to the one of your holy symbol. And he says, I've, I saw you, it looks like the one, it looks like yours. I thought when I found it, I thought that, um, I thought that you should see it because I haven't seen that symbol anywhere before. I only saw you with that symbol. This is Thunic right now. He's just being totally quiet. This isn't Mm -hmm. just me. Uh, 
then that's it because the people on the podcast are not going to know that uh <laughs> that the silence is then just staring at the armor and like wow uh because he made his symbol himself he's never seen anyone else with that symbol mm-hmm. um well well he reaches out and he's like wow this is this is important thank you for showing this to me uh i this is wow and he as he's saying that he's like he's reaching out to touch the symbol and he pushed like 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 half between like benediction and half like like if you're touching like like if you're christening a child sort of benediction thing or half Mm -hmm. like checking for a, a, a fever he, he touches the forehead mm-hmm. on the symbol mm-hmm. and just sort of like just touches it barely and then sort of slide brushes off whatever dust is there off of it and as he does this uh, give me a perception a perception role we'll start with this I'm not using the child if i might if i might include mm. you didn't tell people where you were going no, he made a second. He, he you, did he? Because I heard you need I, to tell people where you're going, and then you didn't do that. That's what I heard. No, yeah, you need to tell people where you're going. And Thunic was going to touch it, and then, um, you started describing that Phil was writing this mm-hmm. down. I never said Thunic actually to hit the button. Ah. Side of the thing. So <laughs> okay, that's fine. Maybe he was just like too. He's like. Just so easily distracted. It happens. So amazing. It happens. That actually fits perfectly to the next character. Mm-hmm. Tell All right. me where you're going, but I'm not gonna <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yes, I do. All right. So perception is a plus four. Math brain not good. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Nice. So there's a couple things that you notice here. You notice that in between some of the joints, this was like if someone were to wear this armor, it would be like completely covering them. But you notice that every, like there's little, like at the elbow, maybe a little bit like under the, in the armpit area, you'd notice that there's a little bit of, it looks like um, uh, roots or branches of some kind within it. And, but as you brush, as you kind of do like your, you know, your baptismal thing on the forehead to wipe that, Mm -hmm. um, you see the briefest of flashes around that symbol and you feel your symbol get ever so slightly warm and you feel uh, there's a very subtle vibration to the armor as you do that. And you see that where the eye holes are, um, these two pinpricks of green light emerge where the in, in the eye holes. This, this very everybody's getting creepy ass magical helmets and shit. This is great. <laughs> I'm and for it. It uh, uh, yes, thank you, Roz. <laughs> <laughs> Green light. Green eyes. <laughs> Green eyes. Um, That's not it, right. And you would right. you would describe this as being the color of the forest in summer type green. Ah. Uh, you know, so that very deep verdant. 
So not know. like a lich kind of green, but like no. A, so like, like if you think of green. like the greens, I would imagine that the green color spectrum for Thonic would be early spring is like that pale green as things are brand new and coming just coming into birth and renewal. And summer they turn that deep verdant green, that bright. It's like a super bright green. And then as it gets to uh, more into fall, it turns more into that hunter green as mm. it starts transitioning into into the autumn colors. Um, and as it does that the head lifts ever so slightly and looks at you. And you hear it say, Tree singer, how wages the war? It's like, who, what? What's what around? Like, like, who's, not like who's speaking, but like, um, not a tree singer. Who's a tree singer? Uh, the only other person there's Phil, and Phil can't be a tree singer. <laughs> and it's like, oh, he means me. Um, and Phil's looking at it with just like awe, like he's not scared, but it's more like that. Wow, you know, kind of like where it's like he's like not quite sure how. Yeah, exactly. How? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, <laughs> and, and, and like the blooper reel of this episode, it's like ah, turn on dead. <laughs> <laughs> For the folks at home. Oh uh, wait, sorry. <laughs> pretty much everyone is doing mind blown uh, hand signs here. <laughs> yeah, it's not the it's not the bloopers Man. from Avengers where uh, if you where where where, where, where Bruce Banner's armor. like I'm out of here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like if this is if this is gonna be what I I hope and pray that it is, guys, it's gonna be so fucking cool. But continue, please. Uh, I- Thunuk's not aware of any wars going on. So he's like, uh, well, I, I don't think there's any wars going on right now. Everything is nice and quiet. And, but uh, there's some nasty things out in the forest that we're going to have to fight soon. Uh, they don't belong there. That's what you mean. And the, the, the armor says... You wear her symbol. And he like, like you can see like the hand kind of like very shakily reaches out gently towards your holy symbol and like just brushes against the, like with his knuckle. He's like, he's not reaching for it like to grab it. It's more like the back of his hand. Mm -hmm. And he says, if you don't know of the war we lost uh, or you've been down here a very long time maybe just people forgot about it they're kind of dusty this is a very old old room I don't know if you knew this but you've been dead for a second <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't fall asleep. You're dead. But do you not serve Cho and Ah, I do not know who that is. Uh, this is the symbol of the four. And he, not he can one, see but the, the hand. The hand comes back and rests back on his knee, and the head like goes down. And he says, "Then we did lose." What is four used to be one. Really? 
wow, uh, I did not know that. It's always been four to me. It has been a very long time. I am so tired. Sometimes when I'm very tired, it helps stretch my legs and go for a walk. Do you like to go outside with me? And you can see the... Um... Sure, undead. <laughs> Would you like to take a stroll? <laughs> yeah, and... Um... This is like the second time Thunica is going to do something to the townspeople. We're like, what the hell? In like 10 minutes. <laughs> In 10 minutes. In the same day. <laughs> and uh, you can see like like the legs like try to stretch a little bit and um the, uh this voice from inside the armor says i don't know i'm so tired tree singer can you help me can you help me up sure um and as he bends over to pick him up well, let's do a strength check first. Okay. Um, Just for my own purposes, is this person-sized armor or Thunuk-sized armor? It is... Uh, hey, now. Thunuk's a person. <laughs> is this... Human-sized... sized armor or person-sized <laughs> or armor? Or Hugon-sized armor. Um, this is... Uh, probably Thunuk-sized armor. This is probably... Right. Yeah. And, like, I want to be clear either way. I don't want it because it had an undead in it. That's a great way to get cursed. But like, Thunic in full play is horrifying to think about. <laughs> All right, so let's workshop this. Would Thunic think to himself, "What is this? I don't know. I'm going to cast detect good or end evil." I'm going to say maybe, but mostly because this thing has been very not violent or not scary. Mm -hmm. It has the same symbol as him. Therefore, it must be friendly, uh, but it's filled with roots. Um, I don't think he's going to do that right now. I think it's something else is going to have to prompt that. So for mm -hmm. the time being, let's do the strength checks, uh, check, strength check that you're asking for. Yes. Uh, wow, that was eleven total. Yeah. Um, so as it as it's trying to, you can see the armor is kind of like shuddering as he's like trying to slowly, as it's trying to slowly work its way up. So you're able to kind of like grab an arm, and you're trying to you know help it up, and you're able to. You're able to, with effort, with both of you working together, and you even have like Phil, who's like trying to like give it like a little push, mm -hmm. you know, like like trying to like give it, and it's able to, um, it's able to very slowly and shakily make get to its feet. Um, and in this room, it is tall enough for both of you to be standing at. Excuse me, at full height. So it's not like you're like at this part you're not crouched down. As a precaution to help him move around, mm -hmm. uh is gonna sort sort of reach out for some assistance mm -hmm. from the plant world. Um 
I feel like this might be an instance for him to finally use uh, oh. Plants or Friends. That is that what I wrote down, isn't it? Plants are plants yes. are friends. Plants are friends. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna, so ha, so describe to me describe to me how the special is gonna work. Um, as he's reaching out to steady the armor, mm -hmm. he's sort of thinking like it would help if other beings or there were it would help if if like those roots in this armor would like, you know, pull their weight or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or, or not really that that sounds a bit more rude than he would think it would help if, if, if those, those roots in the armor would like, uh, were there for more than just show or they actually add some strength to the, to the situation. Or, uh, maybe someone will come along and help him, help it, him, it, mm -hmm. them, um, uh, steady themselves as they walk. Uh, and, uh, sort of like, bunch of little assistants like holding on to an elbow and stuff like that mm -hmm. um and as he says that his eyes also glow uh, a seasonally appropriate color of green mm. um and i suppose i should roll my 20 now and we all we all hit the pantone wheel i guess you know we gotta make sure that we four a whatever four. four does okay so um as you do that oh but you know what that means hang on one second here you just said you, you the information you gave me was a D20 will give an mm -hmm. idea of, of what it's oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. We're I, I, my brain is just like, is there a table? Did he make a table? Oh, he made a table. There is a table. Tables. Oh, now we're into the true D yeah. experience. We got those <laughs> we're gonna fucking randomly generate some treasure <laughs> for the next two hours. <laughs> um Okay. So you you your eyes turn green um and you feel your holy symbol. Uh, warm again against your against your chest and um so these uh these tendrils start coming in through the bricks in the ceiling mm -hmm. these little tendrils these little uh like almost like like the these really fine vines start coming down and you can see they start um grasping like almost at like at the armpits and and around the shoulders and they're kind of they're doing their best and and you can see uh he's able to take a step forward and then another and as you do that and as he's starting to take a step forward these tendrils are coming down and um uh kind of like a, as he moves forward it's almost they're like these ones behind him are going back up and the next set comes back down and so it's almost like he's walking through this this uh curtain of vines that as it as they're helping him along but you also notice that they're starting they almost like creep into the armor a little bit and then some of them are almost like disappearing um and um the uh the 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 armor says thank you tree singer and you're able to slowly make your way one slow heavy footstep at a time he's able to make his way out and follow you guys out uh you can see he has a little bit he has a little bit of trouble getting through uh the area where where, where the where the mean locks were because it's you know now he's got a he's got to hunker down mm -hmm. but the, the the vines are still there uh helping him it's like a cascading crane system <laughs> yeah it pretty much yeah exactly yeah yeah 
And he, um, and as he leaves them, they send back into the ceiling. And he, um, as you, as you get to the outside and he's like, as he's going, he's like reaching and like holding on to the timbers as best he can, you know, trying to like, he's like, you know, grabbing onto whatever he can. You've got like, he's got an arm. He's got like a hand like on your shoulder as you're trying to help him through. Mm -hmm. Um, Phil's doing his best, you know, at what what little, little bit he can, um, like trying to get things out of the way. So that way it's easy, an easy walking space. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're able to emerge into the, into the daylight and the kids are still outside playing. You're still, you're still going ape on the tree there. It's going absolutely ham on that. (laughs) Holy shit. What is this? (laughs) And as he comes out, there's a 10 foot tall green glowing suit of animated full plate in the center of town. (laughs) And it, it looks up to the sky and you can see for a second under the sun, it actually starts to straighten up a little bit. Oh no. And it looks and it says, we did lose. How long was I asleep? Uh, that is a very good question. Um, I know this town is very old. Uh, how was it here when you were here last? No. The last okay, so at least that line. The last I remember, the elves still lived in this place. That was a very long while ago. I've been like, asleep for too long. Like first sundering a while ago. <laughs> like fucking forever ago. Maybe we should go sit down over here in the sun and talk. Oh, by the way, my name's Thunic. I forgot to say. I am Grimoire. Like a book? Like a book. And I think that is actually a good place for us to take our 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 break. Our break this evening. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna put the put the adventure on pause. For like ten minutes. For ten minutes, yeah. Just to just to you know do the things that we don't talk about. In, in, mm-hmm. in, in polite company and then when we come back we will then tell you about all the things we just did and then we'll play some Dungeons and Dragons as long as we don't violate the TOS right? nah, I think it'll be fine <laughs> it'll be perfectly fine so uh, guys we will be right back uh, thank you very much We and just chill go go do whatever you gotta do and then you can tell us about the things you did on your break no don't <laughs> alright guys we, Yeah, this is not that kind of relationship yeah All right. Herb. we will be right back Hey, we're back. Hi. Hi. We did the things, and now we're going to tell you all about the things. We had a fascinating discussion about gardening. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, and maybe, I don't know, just putting it out there, does the pH of soil influence Pepper's hotness? Yeah. I imagine somebody here knows. The, the internet knows everything. It, it does. But like, yeah. I don't expect an answer, but like, it would be nice to have one. Yes. Maybe I'll Google it later. And we will absolutely be able to use this in-game. I have no doubt. Because at some point, we're going to have to talk about the pH of the soil when talking about the hops that are growing up in the mountains for it's the true. beer. And, and it's, the coffee growing up in the mountains as well. And all the things that grow up in the mountains that are used in Pinedale that we just haven't even about, begun to... We haven't even the be- funny thing about Pinedale is that hops are basically a weed. 
Mm -hmm. And so I bet people's fences are just coated with this shit. It might be. It might be. I want to write, I do want to write a source book for Pinedale. I think it'd be really interesting because the Chanda Wood is so underdeveloped. But again, this is all table talk stuff. Yeah. Um, we should, we should, we should get back to the, the playing dirt. Let's let's talk about our our armor buddy here. Yes. Let's let's so, see what the fuck's going on with him. So once again, Thuna can tell people he followed me home. <laughs> this time, legitimately, he didn't befriend something and like just take it with him. No, and... but he invited it. He was like, yeah, "Do you want to you you want to you want to go outside? Would you like to see the surface world?" <laughs> Undead creature. I can show Why, yes. you the world. There are so many things to eat up here. Marvelous. These children, yummy. There's, there's, there's so many, um, there's so many Disney songs we could apply to this. Anyway, but we're not going to because, yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. uh so uh. Yeah. Thunic had uh had his hosted or helped, in and 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 best as he could, he did the potato scout jamboree. Um, told, uh, grew them a tree for them to practice on. Um, High Ropes course is forthcoming, I'm sure. And, uh, but then that's one of... Spring. Hmm? That's spring. <laughs> the vines growing out of the tree, that's spring. <laughs> um, and then uh, one, of the, one of his potato scouts, uh, Philly, short for Phil E. Um... <laughs> Uh, had uh, done some exploring on his own while Thunuk was away into the uh, tunnel system that the Meanlocks, that was the Meanlock layer that the uh, that TMX had destroyed with extreme prejudice last season. Some aggressive prejudice. Which, there was uh, a lot of prejudice to happen. There was a lot of prejudice, which directly led to Hugon Valander having a protege. Aha. Uh-huh. Much, much against his own will. Yes. But yes. Yeah, it led to Dren having a shield that she made from the carcass of one of the Meanlocks. Um, oh, yes, that's that's something that happened. So, you know, doesn't know about that yet. Yes. When, yeah, I when, know, when, seen this. when the Meanlocks uh, attacked and after they were killed, uh, Dren pried off their carapace. He, she essentially dissected him and was like, I want this. Yeah, she drugged we like, the whole like, corpse back and she yeah. was able to convert the carapace into a shield that she then tested by sliding down the uh, down the hill into the river um, and she uses it as an opportunity for fast uh, for a fast modation in downhill directions. <sighs> um, but that was one of the things that happened. But one of the things that was discovered down there was a a door, and uh, the door apparently, in their absence, had been opened. And uh, Spud, one of the Spud leaders, uh, Philly, had gone down into the, uh, well, for lack of a better term, the basement of Pinedale to see what was down there, and discovered this suit of armor that had a uh, a symbol on it. That was identical to the one that Thunuk wears, his holy symbol, representing the four. And it turns out that the uh, when he when he touched it, the armor had some things to say. And unlike more hot blooded folks, he did not immediately flee in terror or try to slay. <laughs> well, listen, the what is the one thing that Thunuk always says? Hello, friend. No, no, no. No, that's, it's that's, better to be friends. It's Sorry. better to be friends. Hello, friend of someone else. Yeah. <laughs> you can see his stuff on that on that on that public access channel. 
um, I, I, if I, they ever meet, I see this just going back and forth over and over and over again. If, if Thodak and Kathris were ever to meet. Yeah. It's just like, hello, friend. Hi, friend. Hello, friend. Hi, friend. Hello, friend. No, but I could also, I could also imagine the unintentionally deep conversations that the two of them would have. Oh man. That'd be interesting. Cause yeah, that would be interesting. And also a little terrifying. <laughs> the Still havoc little. that would be wreaked. Like upon the world. comes back from that meeting and like he's just a little bit more metal than usual. <laughs> oh he's like he's like erecting stone plinths in the forest and, and he like, constantly anointing them with blood. And he, and he and he constantly refers to his body as this useless husk. Yeah, I could this see this husk. <laughs> I am the larval form of something greater. <laughs> oh, whoa, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Let's back oh, up. Um, <laughs> a beautiful butterfly. Um, but he uh, invited the armor, uh, who had identified himself as Grimoire, to the surface, uh, where he uh, revealed that he had been down there for quite potentially a very, very, very long time. And Thonak, you did. Thonak, you did. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Thonak invited him onto a bench to sit in the sun and have it's just like fucking 10 foot tall piece of armor sitting on a bench, and then next to him is yet another 10 foot tall just, piece just of meat just having some words talking about things God, Pindel's such a weird place. It's a very, it's a very Mister Rogers moment. Sitting on the. Porch. No wonder everybody can afford housing. The property levels, the property values keep getting dropped. <laughs> Every ten minutes, something crazy happens. Um, so yeah, so you 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 walk him over to uh, a uh, a bench that, as you both sit down, creaks ominously. Um, and uh, and uh, he he's you can see he's just. Uh, he's again. He's looking up at the sky. You can see he's like surveying uh, the. He's surveying the, you know these these verdant these 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 summer green eyes. Uh, it, you know, taking in everything around him. Um, whether it's with with what emotion it's attached to, you can't you can't put a put a finger on um, just yet. Um, but he he's uh, sitting very very quietly. And you can see, the, for the most part, the kids are still playing in the tree that you grew for them. Uh, a couple of them have like noticed and are pointing, but no one really seems to be coming over because all they're seeing is someone in armor, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's not like, yeah, you know, that that's that's that came out of the ground. Yeah, but that's not the weirdest thing they've seen, probably. So it's probably one of the more unsettling things that they've seen. As you just stated, weird shit happens in in Pinedale to the point where it's things are cheap. How's housing yes. cheap? It's an everyday thing. This is today's weird thing. The second weird thing today. It's not even Wednesday yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting our weird quota. And uh, he sa- uh, he he takes a moment, and you hear him say, "What is this place? Uh, this place is called Pinedale. It's a town full of people who have lived here for a few hundred years, I think." This was not here. The last I was awake. What was here? 
great elven city. I can't remember the name. There's so much I cannot remember. Where are the other tree singers? What is a tree singer? And he, uh, you can see the head swivels slowly over and to look at you and he says, they are of you. They are the servants of Chowandal. Um, I don't know if there are any, um, but if you, if you mean they're like me, you mean like for bulk, um, they live in the Chandlewood. They, they're nomadic. So you are not the last. No, no, we're, we're, we're big families, lots of families, but we, we don't really stay one place for too long. We go through the forest and sort of take care of it and help it and, uh, and help the people who wander into the forest and don't belong there. Help them die. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. And he, he just, he looks back up into the, at the trees and at the sky. And he just, he hear his voice is resonating from like deep within the armor. He's here. Good. Good. <laughs> it is a good thing. I mean, helping people is nice and taking care of the wood is important. Um, what was that warrior talking about? It was the War of Seasons. A great darkness came upon the wood. I do not remember much. There's so much that's missing. We fought. We tried to beat back these forces. But if you, if as you say is true, and the, the one is now four, I think that was our last effort at protecting this place. Uh, there's probably like a world level common um, age, like the world's age of the of time. Mm -hmm. This is the age of that. This is the age of the other thing. Eras. Yeah. Eras. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, If Thunuk were to ask him what age it was that he last remembered, would Thunuk know what he's talking about? I wonder. 
Well, that would be a history. You check. would probably have your own names for it, but I mean, aren't the Furbolg more of an oral history race? They are. So but... you would probably. I mean, if 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 the traditions remained true and that not too much knowledge was lost, you could very well have aged knowledge, or at least the words that you would need to know in order to put that knowledge together. That's so what his, I was thinking. History check probably would yes. be right. Yeah. We have a way to adjudicate this. Yeah, I would definitely say history It's check. with one of these. Don't roll like ass. Uh, it's very it. important information and you need to get it. Don't roll like me. Roll for like you know, some effort. Put some chutzpah in there. Uh, we don't have an icon for this, and I think we should probably make one, but is it Dirty 20? Dirty 20. Dirty we do, 20. You know what? We do need a Dirty 20 have a, icon. Have a potato with 20 carved into it. I love it. And it's covered in dirt. I was actually just thinking like a 20 composed of like mud and sludge. I, both of these are excellent suggestions. Um, they will be taken the, into consideration. The potato with the 20 will be every time Thunic rolls a... <laughs> The, this is the uh, we we will management will take all the all of your suggestions under consideration and then decide to do whatever the hell it wants. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, dirty twenty. Yeah, uh, you're you'd be reasonably certain that if he were able to, if you with with the right details or with the right, um, with with the right details and with the right uh, information or naming you you'd probably be able to figure out you'd understand what he was talking about um you're able to based on the fact that he's saying that elves were there definitely limits the time frame in which you would have to like think about well i'm i feel like i'm directly asking like do you do you remember what the age was called excuse me and he says I do not. I remember soaring towers. I remember the elves. I remember the giant kin. Your people. I remember war. There is much that is missing. And I am so very tired. No, you'll remember it. Maybe you just need a nap. I feel as I've been asleep for too long. A nice little nap in the sun helps helps wake me up sometimes and reinvigorates... A nap in the sun wakes me up. Yeah, you know, get, get rested, get get uh, warmed up, right down to the bones. Um, well, I mean, if you'd like to rest, rest, we can I, we can just sit here for a bit. Uh, maybe if we if we keep talking about stuff that you're familiar with. Uh, you might start remembering other things. If you remember a war, I have a friend who is used to be a soldier. You guys can talk about war, nope. soldier stuff. Nope, 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 nope. 
nope, this is a bad plan. <laughs> bad plan. <laughs> he says, yes, I think I should just, I would like to sit here for a while. Okay. It is nice to finally speak to someone. Did you never, were you not able to move at all until I came down there or were you just resting or waiting? I don't remember. I think I fell asleep. But. It's called death. I do not sleep. I have no need of sleep. Oh, God. Oh, All God. living things need sleep. Well, most living things need sleep. I'm fairly sure there's some things they don't. Like plants. Plants don't really sleep. Am I. alive? You seem alive, unless you're undead. Um, the undead aren't supposed to be in the Chunglewood. Uh, or in the sun. Uh, as he's saying this, this is probably where Thunuk would think finally to use... Uh, detect good and evil? Yeah. Detect. Or divine sense or something like yeah, that. Um, Am I actually making friends with a dead thing? Damn it! <laughs> with roadkill? Oh, now I have to destroy you. You seem really nice. Let's see. Where did you go? So this is detect good and evil? Evil and good, apparently. That, oh, evil and good, order. yes. That order doesn't make any sense to me, but okay. Yeah, evil and good. So for the uh, duration, mm -hmm. you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you will know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. Yes. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood or dirt. Um, so you cast the spell. Um, you it a bits as he cast this. So we were doing the whole halo crown thing mm -hmm. as a way for him to figure it out. Yeah. It would show up like as symbols around if it were any, if it fell into any of those things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Grimoire does not appear to be any of those things. He does not appear to be fey or fiend. He's not undead. He appears just to be simply a living creature. Well, that leaves Construct on the list. <laughs> and we, if that's the case, we need to keep him away from Dren. <laughs> Specifically. And because she's not here, she will try to take it apart. Like, just keep that in mind. That's just what happens. Uh... Well, I, I can tell you, Grimoire, that you're definitely alive. Uh, That's but I, what kind of alive? I don't know. Do any of us? Furbolg. And he points to himself and he says, 
Warforged. Oh, no. I've never heard of a Warforged before. <sighs> it's nice to meet you, Grimoire the Warforged. And he puts out his hand to shake it, to shake. And uh, Grimoire just puts out his hand in the same gesture, doesn't grasp your hand, but just sort of puts it out, like mimics you and says, it is nice to meet you. <laughs> grabs a hand like it's 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 very uh yeah it's kind of like uh yes basically like shaking hands with with something that's on a on a hinge but it's it's not shaking with you it's just like it's there <laughs> it's like oh good yeah it's a little creepy <laughs> If you like, we can let's just sit here for a bit and we'll we'll rest. Um, are you feeling okay though? Aside from being a little bit tired, do warforged eat? Maybe you're hungry. No, I am not hungry. Are you thirsty? Maybe that'd be a strange thing to forget to know what it feels like to be thirsty. But maybe you forgot what what, what thirsty feels like. No. I think I need a bath. I feel... What's the word the elves used? Ookie. Ookie. That sounds gross. Um, I know someone who knows of a bath place. One moment. I usually use the river. I'm not sure if you want to use the river. Do you want to use the river too? The river would be fine. Okay. They don't have soap. It's just a river. I think I need to sit here for a while more before attempting okay. that. Okay. And um, you can see he kind of like sits back on the bench a little bit. You can still ominous creak. And the the um, the uh, lights of his eyes they don't go out but they definitely like dim like they they, they get like smaller um, and don't really seem to be focusing on anything specifically mm -hmm. and he doesn't seem to be uh, responding at the moment. Uh, Thunic's gonna stand up and walk a respectable distance away because he's, he's like, seems like he might be napping. Mm -hmm. um, and he's gonna go to the bracer and hit the talk button. And he's going to call Hugon and say, uh, I have information. I have a map. Uh, and a new friend. And also, there's a, a really, really big mean knoll out there, apparently, leading the knolls. Um, like, much bigger. That's at least what the kids are saying. The potato scouts. And he, he starts rambling into this thing. Like, he's expecting you to, to, to shut him up at some point. But I'm guessing since he's holding down the talk button, no one else can talk. <laughs> it's a single just, channel headset. Yeah. He's just rambling about, like, oh, now we have this nice big tree. And it's very friendly. And in the middle of 
town square. Here's how my day is gone. Here's how my day is gone. And you're here shouting at one of the kids, don't push each other around you're in the tree. It's dangerous. You could fall and hurt yourself. And then he continues on talking about like the, how nice and big the tree is. And oh, he went in down into the mean log tunnels and they're still smelly. And that's where he met his new friend. Um, oh, and he and the, his new friend has the same symbol as he has, but it's not the same same people. It's someone else entirely. And uh, at this point, he realizes he's probably been talking this entire time without like breathing in, and then he lets go of the button. And breathes <gasps> in. <laughs> Hugon's only response is, "I want to see that map." Bring it here. Uh, I can do that, but I'm afraid that I might um, scare my new friend if I leave him alone when he wakes up. Could you come here? Or far away, you you feel an anger rising. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Don't. Don't make me have to find you. Just stay in one place, please. Suddenly, Thunuk becomes locked in space, but not on the planet, as the planet continues rotating away from him. He becomes an immovable rod. It just... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this is not what I meant. <laughs> There's just like this skin. There's like like the skin marks in the ground as like you know Thunic is staying there, but the mirth moves. <laughs> uh, Hugon, as you as you exit the as you exit the keep, um, your your charges uh, well and duly uh, engaged in their activities at the moment. Um, you do notice an enormous oak tree where there was not an enormous <laughs> oak tree before there was like a kind of nice oak tree and now it's just yeah like there was an oak tree there's the trees resplendent around. ancient wise tree in its oh place. this is like yeah this is like yeah one of those trees that three or four people probably would have to link arms and barely be able to reach I mean, it's around. like what the fuck yeah it just it's, it's i mean it's 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 quite quite beautiful actually on size and just head straight for the tree because that's that's thunic style shit so you you find that it actually is even though you've walked this path many times you find that it throws off your timing ever so slightly because you're used to that tree being a certain size and because you didn't have you don't have a proper scale for how big it actually is it's one of those things like if you've ever seen mount rainier and you don't and you think oh look how close the mountain is no, that like, mountain holy is holy fuck. That mountain is big. <laughs> no, that mountain is two hours away from here. That's not, yeah. you know, it's sort of the same thing where it's like only by a matter of steps, but it threw you off the first time. You're like, what? Oh, Jesus Christ, this is a huge, very large, honking tree. oak, a mighty tree, <laughs> blurable tree. And you find uh, Thunuk standing very, very still, uh, not too far away from the tree. Um, and you see this enormous suit of armor sitting on the bench. Hugon's sigh is even more deep. And you can see that this is armor. You've seen this like when armor sits for too long, not so much the rust, mm -hmm. but it gets like this almost sticky grime to it just from... Yeah. Just from hanging out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, 
even if you you'd have to get there and really scrub you've seen this before where usually armor is like okay you throw it in the barrel with the sand and you roll it and it actually gets all the crap off there and shines up the armor maybe you have to get in there with like a scour pad of some kind this yeah, would it's, be it's, it's for duty for people who piss me off yeah this is this is like the worst of the armor but this you can see has been very very like the armor is almost black it's like it's it's like, like this gunmetal matte yeah. black where now it's, it's probably like, supposed to be like pretty damn shiny yeah and it's not like like the sun doesn't really reflect off of it as much as it just illuminates it as like a piece of wood mm-hmm. yeah thunuk you gone thunuk, i'm right here just oh hi look <laughs> thank you okay one at a time Explain to me hmm? what you did to this tree. Uh, first, uh, I did some stretching. Stop. Okay. As few words as possible. I asked it to grow. That is sufficient. Second thing. What is that? And he points directly at the armor. That's more. It has a name. He's my new friend. Is he? He says he's from here from a very long while ago. And he is a war forged. I don't think Hugon would have any idea what that is. Probably not. But to him, that sounds like a construct. That sounds like like a mm-hmm. an animated suit of armor of something that you're like, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> I think you guys have something in common. You're both former soldiers. And you used oh. to fight in wars. I'm oh. not in. That's yeah, why it's oh. called the Warforged. That makes oh. sense. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you brought him out here where all these people are. He's Just nice. Think, you, are you sure? What if he's not nice? What if he decides that he liked it better when there, we weren't around? Oh, I checked. Did you? Yes. He is good. Why didn't you tell me you were going to be doing this? I didn't know I was going to do it. That should indicate that you should have told somebody what you were doing. Is Phil still standing next to him? Mm -hmm. See, Phil, this is why you tell people when you're going somewhere. Because sometimes you might get in trouble because you want somewhere you weren't supposed to. Yes, you would get in trouble. Yes. Go somewhere I wasn't supposed to? You did. Oh. Because now we have Grimoire. A new friend. Maybe. He has yet to prove whether he is going to be friendly or an asshole. He's been friendly so far. Has it occurred to you that if he is a war forged, mm-hmm. right, he might think we're on the enemy side. Oh no, he's got the same thing as, as my medallion. We don't. Here. Oh. But you're my friends. He doesn't know that. Mm. I will tell him we're friends. It's not the point is that you shouldn't wake up war forged when you find them. Just because. 
I'll if remember you find that. Another one. Uh-huh. Don't wake it up. Okay. All right. That's very important. I don't know how I woke him up. So you better just stay away from all of them then. If you find one, just just go the other way, and tell okay. somebody where it is, so that we can come mm-hmm. and determine if we would like people like Grimoire to keep waking up. I think I understand. It is Good. sometimes rude to rake wake people out, you know, just out of the blue. It's. I mean, people like to rest and sleep. And if you disturb a war forged, Mm -hmm. it might war on you. And that is important that we avoid that. Oh. I saw you do a war thing in that, in the shadow fell in the memory thing. Um, But I don't really know what a war is. Isn't just people moving around on a, on a on the ground on the like in a field or something? No on horses and no. It's not no. It is that, but there's a lot worse it's things. A big fight. Sure. You know what? We're just gonna leave it at that. Okay. All right. So let's go talk to What is life? What is the nature of being alive? <laughs> and what is war on this show? Just <laughs> saying. And you'll notice that Hugon did not answer him. (laughs) He just said, we're not getting into this. (laughs) No philosophical debate here. All right. So define to Hugon's senses just what the hell exactly Grimoire is. Like, is he, does he look like a, a suit of full plate or does he look like a person wearing a suit of full plate? Like where the gaps of the armor would be there's a person under there or it's just like a void um not so much a void the places where there's gaps you're seeing it looks like um plant growth like thick thick uh cables of root um yeah so for all intents and purposes it looks kind of a little bit like a wooden mannequin wearing a suit of armor uh yes yeah a little bit yeah okay I think the best description, as you might have said, I think you might, someone said in the comments, you might say, it looks very much like Alphonse Elric. Okay. Yeah. Man, that is a problem. <laughs> so Hugon uh, like goes and like stands in front of it and just, he's not armored or anything like that. He's just got his arms crossed. And rather than actually, this thing is sitting down, but it's still like 10 feet tall. Mm-hmm. So he's looking like almost eye level at it mm-hmm. right now. Grimoire. And the eyes, the eyes, uh, the intensity increases as it appears to come out of like whatever sleep mode it was in. Mm -hmm. Hi there. Greetings. So. This is my friend I was telling you about. Thunuk. That's, it's not an interrupt. Yes, that'd be rude. It's very rude of me. So. I don't want this to come out the wrong way, but Phoenix <laughs> says you were part of a war. Right? And the, head, the head kind of like looks down and it says, yes. Okay. Now, I guess my question is, is 
were you like were he he points at himself and goes i'm a human were you at war with my kind because most of the town of pinedale is human right probably mm-hmm. yeah i mean the, there's yeah yeah. yeah 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 he so he's trying to, he's trying to figure out like what mm-hmm. this thing was warring against <laughs> it's like and if it's like a elves versus people kind of thing mm-hmm. he wants to clarify that he very says, quickly he says we warred against a dark power there oh, were okay. there were humans among their number but we did not right. war with humans okay well that's very good because i'm just trying to figure out who your enemies are because you know we can't have you around if you're going to be killing a whole bunch of folks because you think you're at war with them is that you understand right why that would be bad my job is to protect that's a very good answer um hmm. where where are you from who made you i have no memory of my maker Okay, that's not... There is much I do not remember. I fear I was asleep for too long. Well, just a couple important points for you to learn. This is Pinedale, this this place that's on top of where you used to live. All right? It is peaceful here. Yes, and we want to keep it that way. Um, and he turns, you see, looks up at Thonic, and he, he like looks up at Thonic, and there's like a questioning look in his eyes, and he says, Is that what we want? Mostly, yeah. Then that is what I want. All right. And now you see the gears in his head start to turn <laughs> in a very, very not nice way. I don't forgive me for being this way, but um, I don't suppose you'd like a job, <laughs> would you? He says, a job? A task, a duty, something for you to fill your time with once you get to feeling less tired. What would this task be? Oh, it'll just put as simply as I possibly can. It'd be to guard the walls, so to speak, of Pinedale. And just, you know, patrol those since, you know, you don't look like you're uh, much of an eater type. This is being made of wood. Something I can do. Cool. And, you know, and we'll maybe revise how we do your job from time to time. But, you know, it'll give you something to do. Make you like feel like you're being productive. And that's good. And we want to protect Pinedale. So, you know, it, it, it serves both purposes. I find this acceptable. Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, when you get to feeling like you can stand up and manage it, you can go ahead and get started at your leisure. And the eyes kind of dim back down. 
This apparently took a lot out of him. Yeah. And he and like he got motion stunner because like he's sleeping. Let's let's go. Yeah. Oh. That he he waves uh Thunuk waves Phil over. He's like, make sure no one's bothers him and like some we have to let him take a nap. Got it. Okay. People might think he, he is like a statue or something. Don't let them think he's a statue. Yeah. It... What if a bird lands on him? You know what birds do to statues. How good a shot are you? I have a better idea. <laughs> uh, There's like this look of horror on his face when you say this to him. <laughs> and like, Hugo was like, what the, what, what the hell is this? Thinnick uh, looks up and is like, uh, and looks around and looks for a bird. Any old birds, like one of the regular birds that hangs out around here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one he's, he see, he sees he he literally calls them out by name. Uh it's <laughs> probably not that's Bird's actual names. He he calls us like uh uh hold on, let me bring open the fantasy name generator real quick. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> George, uh, you stop shitting on the statues. You stop that. George. Uh, birds. Let's see, fantasy name generator, don't fail me now. Failed me horribly. Absolutely oh. horribly. Jetta, Yellowbird, Bacardi. No. Bacardi? Just, no. All right. <laughs> you can George. just be like you, bird. George. <laughs> um, I was gonna. Hey, hey, George. Can I? Can I bother bother you for a moment? George. 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 Hey, George. 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 I'm George? talking to you. You're being very rude. George. George. Can you? I. I. I can you hear me? I'm over here, George. Georgeopolis the third, ace of his name, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> call today. Can we talk for a moment? I need some help. Yeah, Thinnick. What's going on? <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, boy. For the folks at home, Roz is playing the part of George, and he is doing the... Uh, the, the, the bird dance. The Stellar uh, J dance. The Stellar J dance. Uh, George, this is um, a friend, and they're not a statue. Could you make sure everyone knows not to poop on him? Looks like statue. I, Looks like statue. It's, it, it's not. It's it's a metal person. Metal statue? Me, a person. They'll be very angry if you poop on them. They might not be happy with that. Not statue. Not statue. And uh, but, uh, but it looks uh, like statue. Looks like statue. This but, is clearly some bullshit. Uh, and, and this, from from everyone else's perspective, they're now seeing hit on Thunuk's face the way <laughs> the way they usually see Hugon's face when he's dealing with Thunuk. So I understand he looks like a statue. He's not a statue. He's a very nice person. His name is Grimoire. Not statue. Not statue. No Correct. poop. Could you make sure that he is not not pooped on? No statue. No statue. I will give you five worms. If Bri- no one poops on him. Bribery. How could you, Thunuk? Five and five. Uh. 
in bird is that 10 or is that just more than five five and five <laughs> in bird <laughs> Fuck do i know <laughs> sorry uh, you're, the, you're the nature cleric here man okay five and five five and five Not but if anyone if ever anyone poops on him no worm he just flies off <laughs> I got nothing. So, <laughs> turns to Hugo and says, I, I, "I think, I think, I, I think it worked." And Hugo is like staring at him, just befuddled of like what he had just witnessed. It's like you are a strange, strange person. I am. Yeah. I. I sorry. I have nothing else. You befuddle me. Befuddle. Don't worry about it. Befuddle. Let's make sure. It's a fun word. That. Francisco. (laughs) Don't go into any more tunnels without telling me what you're doing. So that I can come and help you. Ah. That would have been handy. He was very heavy and had a difficulty walking. Not what I was getting at, but okay. <laughs> uh, don't wake up any more of those if you find them. Don't. Just save us all the trouble. Don't wake them up. I know we said that before, but I want to make it very clear to you that you don't don't I, wake up more, more of those. I won't. Okay. I won't do that. I, I, I'm not a dummy. I just... You know, well, we're having this conversation, so I know you didn't know before, but now that you know, (laughs) oh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, good. Did you want to look at that map? I, yes, that was number three because I this is a little bit outside of my purview and I I can't really deal with this right now. So, what, what does the map say? Oh, okay, and he unfurls his map and breaks out his notes, and he's like, uh, this is gonna be easier on a table. You want to go come up to the keep? We'll do it there. Okay. And then he and he furls the map and puts everything back away in. Um, and follows Hugo to the uh, keep. <sighs> what a what a strange child your cleric is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just a barrel of, of unexpected my face hurts <laughs> okay but so th- just this... for everyone who can't see us and who is listening this entire time Roz has been laughing his ass off he, he keeps himself on mute so he doesn't like doesn't <laughs> but he's just been chuckling like crazy he has veins now that I would normally associate with <laughs> <but> from mirth <laughs> he has mirth veins <laughs> Uh, and I'm like I'm trying real hard to be frustrated <laughs> to, to make to make Hugon be frustrated, and it's so hard because I'm trying not to laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, stop, stop it! Oh my goodness! So according to the map that these children and also Thunuk, who is essentially a large child, mm-hmm. is any of this intelligible to a human being? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay, so there's thank it's, God it's a map of the uh of pinedale and the immediate surrounding area 
<clears throat> the scale of which would uh, walking distance probably a day to maybe two days worth of walking area. Um, so quite, uh, I mean, Chandlewood's pretty dense, but like a pretty two days in any direction from Chandlewood is a long ass time. Yeah, well, I mean, two days, not necessarily... It's a long time to be in the Chandler Wood, but because it is so dense, you know, you're talking maybe, so maybe going out 20, 20 to 30 miles from Pine Death. That is impressive for yeah. children. Well, no, 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 no. That's not where the children were. That's the map that Thunic has. Oh, okay. Okay. So All right. That's the map that Thunic has. I was going to be like, God damn, these children can walk forever. No, 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 no. We have to start with scale first. So we're going to start okay, with, yeah. that's the map okay. that Thunic has that, um, I'm sure is partially something that he procured, but also that he spent some time annotating. Yeah, probably. And annotated really well because it's like, while Thunuk the Fearbolg, the Fearless, the Railgun Cleric, Nature's Child. He's making uh, it sound like he's a boxer coming into the ring at this rate. And weighing in at 600 pounds. <laughs> um uh so uh with all those things he he understands like where like topography is right okay um so it's it's pretty well annotated but then you see uh where the kids had marked off with their little little charcoal marks mm -hmm. uh where they had sighted and there's probably about um uh, 6 to 8 encounters that they've marked on there and they marked like how many they saw at each one. Like this one, three, three of the gnolls. This one we saw five. This one we saw two. This one we saw. Um, and you so you can get an idea of how far out they traveled mm -hmm. and made it back to report. Um, which you would anticipate. Which you would say, uh, you know, definitely this is some good traveling time. They probably did an hour or two um, outside of outside of the town. Um, uh, give me, give me a, a, uh, let's say a history check. We need to find like a military check is what we need. We need like well, a, history is you, history, like in the older editions, mm -hmm. history was sort of split of like knowledge. History, uh, was also tactics. Mm -hmm. So it was like military history and like, yeah. well, for now we shall, history. we shall, we shall include that. Uh, oh, that's a natural 20. Bum, 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 bum. Nice. Didn't right. you roll a one? Like, wasn't that the first roll? Yeah, the first roll yeah. was a one. Yeah, it's good. Um, so, we need at least one of each in each show. Keep things balanced, you know. That's true. So, looking at this map now, um, the well, not knowing whether these were the same knolls every time, mm -hmm. um, you can see that it seems like you can see why they picked the locations that they picked. Mm -hmm. There's probably some kind of um, tactical advantage as to why ever reason they were gathered there or right. patrolling in this area. Okay. Um, you can see from that, because then they have like, they also probably wrote, oh, we saw this one six weeks ago. We saw this one three weeks ago. We saw this one, you know, um, that they do seem to be holding at a line they're not advancing okay as best you can tell um, now no no uh, report from the scouts saying that anything has you know been inside their little perimeter but 
Uh, you're not, without knowing more about which specific gnolls were there, you can't establish whether this was like a constant patrol or anything, but you do have a good idea of if I wanted to find them okay. in a specific location, you have a pretty good window that you were that you would be, think you'd be able to narrow it down to. So uh, as all this is happening, mm-hmm. uh, Hugon's sort of like leaning over the map and sort of annotating it himself, mm-hmm. like judging where these positions are and how often they were there and how many, mm-hmm. where camps might be mm-hmm. on the map mm. uh, and ha- their possible numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, because what what would a force like this need? Well, they need access to food, but they're hunters, so that's less of a problem. Mm-hmm. Access to fresh water and clean water in the Chandlewood might be a little bit rarer. So streams, creeks, mm-hmm. uh, the odd river, where in this area, you know, where would be the sort of ground that they would favor in a fight if they had to defend, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's just going through and like sketching in charcoal on all this map mm-hmm. about where these knolls might be. He's like, I need to keep this map uh, when you're going to need to draw a bigger one later on, but this will serve as a good model. You say children did this? Children. Yes, the Potato Scouts. I'm very proud of them. How did you train children to be this good at scouting? I didn't. So you just... They, had, they have no training. You sent children into the wilds with no training. I so, did not send them. Why are they there? Because they're having fun. <laughs> we'll touch on this later. Okay. This is Dad Hugon and Uncle Thonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or just an ornery gay couple that's talking about their kids, and one's the fun dad, and one's the responsible dad. Yeah, one's like the... <laughs> no! <laughs> Tries to say no, right. Well, that's the sitcom we all want, My Two Dads, starring Thonic Gentle Trunk and Hugon Valander. <laughs> that would be such a jarring emotionally scarring experience <laughs> no we don't want that <laughs> no we don't want that I'm sorry that would I'm, be a I'm messed, up kid. Messed, messed up kid banish that thought from my mind <laughs> uh, so I need to keep the map and for now don't let the children go back into the woods because there are gnolls there well yes i told them they shouldn't go out there well then why did they interpret that you wanted them to go out there because they're i think they go out there anyway oh my god i think i would have gone i think they go out there anyway uh, parents just do what kids do i was a kid i did stuff like that i got in big trouble it's hard to hide when you're tall. Oh, yeah, well. But they're small. They can hide anywhere. We'll talk about this later because this we're, there's, we're not understanding each other, and I need time to figure out how to explain to you mm-hmm. that what just happened there was not good. A pile, oh, I mean, a pile of dirt that you hadn't noticed before suddenly comes to its feet. <laughs> and it's, and the, the, yeah, the kid like that if, was with... You got like almost reflexively kicked <laughs> yeah. it. He's like, oh, oh you're a child. But it, yeah, it, it, come, it comes from and he goes, we didn't, God, you're... we didn't mean to get 
Mr. Thunek in trouble. We just, we were out exploring and we're really good at hiding and sneaking. Yeah. And, and we saw that we saw, we hit, we hid from them, but we saw them. Don't ever sneak up on me again. <laughs> okay. okay? Don't. Don't. Yes, sir. Okay. Very good. Second. Do your parents know what you've been doing? They didn't believe us when we told them we saw the stuff in the woods. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and that the pressure gauge is going up and yeah. going up. It's <laughs> like now Hugh Gunn's getting a hierarchy of who to be angry at and where they fall on the, the meter. Thunic and the kid are sliding a little bit further down. Yeah. <laughs> they they thought they thought we were telling stories. But we really did see him. Oh, I believe you. In fact, I'm kind of, I'm a little, um, I would have liked to know this. Uh, you know, I would have really loved to heard about all this stuff uh, when you were doing it. You weren't uh, here. I, now I am. And um, I think in the future, there's two people that you need to tell these things to. And one of them is Thunuk. And then I am the other one. Okay. And and Philly looks up at you, Thunic, like with a questioning. Like he's and, and Hugon like like kind of crosses his arm and leans in and is like, <laughs> yes, yes. You, you, you should tell him too, especially when something dangerous like that. Hey, see, perfect. <laughs> see, we're both in agreement, and that's okay. what you should do from now on. But if you see like a pretty butterfly that you really think is neat or something like that, up. don't just tell me. He, he, see, he doesn't like that sort of stuff. Tell him about the things that aren't important. Tell you about the dangerous stuff. Tell me about the very dangerous things in the woods when you are allowed to go back out because you're not allowed to right now. You've lost your woods going privileges. All of you, oh, everyone has lost their woods going privileges. There aren't others out there right now, are there? Oh my God, there had better not be. I don't think so. I think they all were here for the jamboree. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, everyone was here. Okay. We'll have another meeting tomorrow. No. We're going to learn more okay. stuff tomorrow. You can have a meeting, but no going into the woods for anyone. You've all lost your privileges. What? Even me? Yes, you. But but there's spiders, and they're delicious. We will discuss this later, not in front of children. Uh, <laughs> Don't fight in front of the kids. <laughs> it's a good thing we brought all the spiders back this morning. Oh, we did spider job, by the way. I know. Yeah. Right, we're spiders for days. It's going to be great. <laughs> You and I, we're going to the keep, and we're gonna we're gonna look back at the map, and we're gonna figure out some stuff. All right. Yes. Okay. So, focus. All right. That's what we're gonna do, and I need your your whole brain devoted to this. Okay. It's very important. Philly has already disappeared. Yes. Good. That doesn't mean he's not here. Yeah. He's a little. <laughs> yeah, they're like little like. Little, 
what are those stone they're like stonefish where they're just like kind of like hug the ground it's, it's kind of like an octopus where you see the octopus like kind of go onto the coral and the <laughs> like what the shit <laughs> how did no, a potato sack do that no it's well like you say he's wearing kind of like a ghillie suit so it's kind of like you know a dirt colored being followed by a filthy shrub <laughs> <laughs> it's so, very uh, Metal Gear. It's very. It's, I was actually just thinking exclamation point. <laughs> Except Hugon's got one permanently there, and there's like a question mark, an angry question mark next to it. The intero bang. Yeah, <laughs> just a furious intero bang, just right there. But uh, what Hugon is trying to get like, the focus on, and what he needs to figure out is he wants to take a look at the map that they have that has the ley lines on it, where those gates are, and like mm. match it up to where the where the knolls are and see what he can find out. Are you going to tell him that before we get to the keep? Uh, yes, he will explain. Okay, he's going to stop you, like, he's going to stop right there and like, that map's at the office. We should probably go get it. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, because I don't, I remember some of it, like the stuff that's here, but I don't remember the rest of it. Okay, yeah, we'll go get the, go to the map, yeah. Okay. I suppose it was ambitious to think that you'd remember, but we'll go I get mean, the map. I remember here, here. Right, I know, yeah. I do. But I, 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 I mean, wait, how far out do you need to remember, do you need me to remember from here? Uh, a while. I, I really think the map is a good idea. No, I mean like distance-wise, how far away from here do you need me to remember? Not sure yet. Maybe a lot, maybe a little. It depends on how many knolls I think they are. Then it opens the map up. Um, I can remember this. Okay. This much of it. So the map, like that's like two days ride. Out yeah. From, uh, are you saying actually like holding up like a fist, like saying he's holding up the map? Oh, like he, oh, oh. he unfurled the map and he's looking at it and he turned it around and he showed it to Hugo and it's like, I remember this. Okay. He has this region mm -hmm. memorized. Oh, okay. Because he's this is he's been walking this area for such a long time. Okay. So if you overlaid the lily lines here, he remembers that. Okay, well, yeah, using this knowledge, based on where these null encampments are, or where I think they are, mm -hmm. where are we seeing the ley line crossings? Because I like he knows that those shadow gates are significant, mm -hmm. and he remembers the map saying at these intersections these shadow gates existed. Yeah. Uh, so when when you look at this, you can see that while the sightings don't seem to pertain uh, to any specific like ley line, like there's all right. Well, these two, these two are. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> the dog. The dogs have opinions about this whole thing. Um, they they uh there's some that like are on a ley line but not near a shadow gate there's others that are like within a certain distance of it but it doesn't seem to be like there's any kind of pattern there but you can see that where you think you've marked off potential encampment locations uh there is one that's probably uh an call it an hour or two from one of the uh one of the uh, shadow gates on the map. Okay. Um, but nothing that you've marked off so far would really say, okay, yeah, this is, hey, they're sitting right on top of a shadow. This is like main right base or anything like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, can I form any sort of pattern out of the spottings of the of the great big knoll? Like, are those clearly identified by these children? 
Yeah, of the of the eight or so um, markings that they've put on there, there's three separate locations where they saw the big knoll. Um, as far as a pattern, again, without knowing more about the knolls themselves, right. um, whether this was the same group that's seen every time, whether it was all individuals. Right, or, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. Hugo and is timing. It's t- timing. It seems to be at random. It does, you don't. Yeah. You're not seeing like, oh, every two weeks here, here every three here, weeks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hugo is still very impressed with the abilities of these children. Like angry as fuck <laughs> about their negligent parents, but also very impressed. <laughs> he might need to. Um, Confer internships onto the potato scalps. We'll see. We're just we're not sure yet. Further further deputize them. Technically, I don't think you can. Oh, they're they may, minors. They're minors. Well, maybe I can get their parents to sign what they think is a permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Oh Jesus. Um. So as what? Oh God. Acquisition scouts. Huh? AI scouts. AI oh, no. scouts. Um, so uh, d- during the course of all this, of going over the maps and everything, it's taken some time to glean all of the information out of Funuk to glean all, because not only is it just a lot of information, and you probably have a lot of detailed questions of yeah. try, trying to drill into it. There's also just the fact that, you know, a conversation with Thunic is never a direct path between point A and point B. There's some, true. There's some meandering there. Um, and asking his opinion is like, like really, really dangerous. It is. But you also probably know that when it comes to the woods, sometimes you have to let him meander a little bit because there might be some nuggets in there. Right. Um, right. So it's been a few hours uh, of you looking at this map. And now the... Um, the, the sun, while not setting, is definitely starting to get near the treetops. So we're talking about, in summertime, probably six-ish, seven-ish. Okay. Um, and as you... Uh, were you guys in the office doing... Or no, no, you guys were st- you guys stayed at the keep, correct? Well, we went and got the map, and then I assumed we returned to the keep. Okay. Hugon kind of has is, like a right. war table kind of thing. So, uh, Hugon, you, you go back to working with your working with your recruits, with your interns. Uh, you have uh, a fight club that you need to run. You had that on the docket for the evening. Yeah. Um, Thunuk, you had, you knew that you had to get back to, uh, you had to get back to uh, headquarters because you had to open up the gate for Eno and Drenmai. And you had mm-hmm. promised them that you would give them 12 hours before you open the gate again to allow them to come back through so that they're not stranded or have to return through the Shadowfell and go through all that nonsense again. Not show up for another five months yeah. again. And okay, and great. It'd be it's... the quietest five months you've gone somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and all these things happen, and then in the meantime, uh, we'll play that game around, oh, I don't know, unplugged. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but uh, as, you're, as you're returning back to, the, back to the office, you see that the kids are still uh, playing in the trees, um, are still playing in that one tree, but they're also playing like games of like hide and seek now, uh, in the tree, around the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of amazing how well the kids are hiding because they still still have their some of them still have their potato sacks on. Some of them are like, 
kind of like have them over their head a little bit. Like you ever do that yeah. thing as a kid where you took the t-shirt and you put it over behind your head. So, you know, um, uh, and uh, like Hugon is like, like part of him is delighted that like he, cause he's immediately seeing ways to exploit this. He's, he's a company man and he's just like, how can I turn this to my advantage? <laughs> like, what do I need to get? Um, like, but you, what do I need to do to get this on my side? But you see some of the um, parents have actually brought some tables over and they've actually brought food out and they've actually, it looks like a impromptu, like picnic situation hmm. where the parents are out talking with each other. Some of them are playing tag with the kids. Um, even the I older like, kids are kind of like hanging out and like, seeing, oh, this is good. They're trying to j- jump up in the tree now. And you can so see So Hugo's like, oh, what a fantastic opportunity. <laughs> Um, because excuse me are any of these children these filthy children in the potato sacks yours i would like to have a conversation with some parents <laughs> so you 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 summon <clears throat> yes you summon the parents over. I, I mean like well, you don't have to do this on yeah. screen but you're like okay all the children go away like three blocks so that you can't hear me <laughs> screaming at these parents <laughs> um so uh you decide to tear down an idyllic summer scene just <laughs> Oh, just to harangue these fucking parents to make them feel infinitesimal. Like, how fucking dare you? But you can see that um, uh, George is uh, dutifully guarding mm-hmm. Grimoire. Um, every time a bird comes anywhere near it, he does like that bird dominance thing where he squawks over, you know, and makes makes a big piss off, this a is big my noise, and like you know, flies him and gets him away. Um, you can see that some of the <clears throat> some of the the smallers the the sparrows are actually doing this now as a game just to annoy them oh by the way ross what kind of bird were you stellar's day uh i think i was uh i think it was a blackbird blackbird okay. yeah okay so now yeah the sparrows are actually you know doing this just as a way to annoy annoy george now they know they're not supposed to be there but it's like oh look i'm not touching him <laughs> um and you could see like uh, one of the smaller potato scouts is actually the curled up under the bench. You can barely see him because when he's curled up, you know, it's like he's he's almost disappeared. Um, but he's actually taking a nap. You can Little see he grass ninjas. He was he was like actually one of the ones that was flying uh, flying up the tree when you first you know he just basically wore himself out, found a quiet place and slept. Uh, took is taking a little nap. Uh, some of the kids are actually taking the time to eat now and. Um, yeah, this is like a Hugon parent-teacher conference happening mm-hmm. like, to like one side. He's so, like trying really hard not to scream at them. <laughs> and uh, as as the sun slowly sets on on uh, on Pinedale for that evening, uh, Eno and Drenmai uh, go off to the Shadow Monastery to go engage in their shenanigans. Uh, you can hear Hugon's once he's done haranguing the parents. You can hear him actually still at the keep, uh, yelling commands at the troops and his default volume is loud and you can hear the uh you can hear like the cheers uh from the from the from the interns as they're engaged in the fight club as there's you know you can hear there's some kind of activity going you know echoing throughout the town and mm-hmm. off the mountain walls and the third shift uh you can see them as some of the lights start to come on in windows uh you can see some of the uh uh in in the in the twilight of this uh, summer's evening, you can see the the third shift miners are starting to work their way up the path up into the mine, as the uh, second shifters are working their way down to see yeah. their families and get there. 
And I think that's actually a really good place for us to end our game this evening. A nice quiet moment in Pinedale. Bro, next week, what? next week we'll deal with a man having his head headpan electrocuted. <laughs> it's uh, again one one more week to think about. Yeah, and she's like, done. Have these how have these incredible plans, these elaborate plans, and how you get to escape. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some fun. Well with that. prepared. So we are going to take the briefest of breaks and we will come back for table talk for those who wish to stick around and we talk about our favorite moments and our various plans. Um, for the folks who may not want to stick around, just in case you want to know what's happening this week, uh, late to the game, Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Are we still doing Banner Saga? Uh, yes, I okay. have successfully not murdered everyone by accident. So, uh, And I have actually yeah. used one continue. Mm. Oh, I'm, really? I managed to wipe out because there. Uh, when you go into a fight scene, right, and you have the option to route the uh, the fleeing enemy, mm-hmm. um, if you're not careful, you could die. And at some point of the game, some por- point portions of the game, if you do all your people get knocked out, it's game over. You're just it's just game over. You've lost. Would you like to go to a checkpoint? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try again. Try again. And I, I had to do that. Um, and uh, so I have technically used a continue. All right. Well, I mean, that's 49 just more, to go. I have like 49. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll talk we'll about come, it. Yes. We'll come back to that. But I just want people to, to don't always stick around for Table Talk to know exactly what's going to be happening only to the game. So we're going to come right back with Table Talk. So stick around. <laughs> 